Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, so Brian and Katie mm-hmm. wrote us this really sweet note, Jordan. Okay. We got this note in the mail. It is just absolutely sweet. Um, it, it was is, it is it detailing mistakes I made about which Superman stories are and aren't imaginary? It is, but it has a really nice okay, tone. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> it has a really nice tone. And it is a, nerd nitpicking. There's a fun aside about Superdog. Okay. Crypto. <laughs> crypto, excuse me. <laughs> Please write me a sweet note about yeah. how I confused crypto and Superdog. Um, and they included a really nice, really lovely gift. Uh, which was some local Dallas chocolate, mm. which uh, neither of us can eat. Sure. Oh, but we can feed it to dogs we want to kill. <laughs> like crypto. Like crypto. Well, it has to be kryptonite chocolates. <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Yeah. Because he only die if he eats green chocolate? You're right, exactly. If he eats yellow chocolate, then he becomes a duplicate. I don't know. Red don't correct chocolate me. chocolate makes him super powerful. Yeah, something like that. I don't really know. You want to introduce our guest? Let's let's bring our guest. Why don't this we? Program. Do we need to say anything about the note? Did it have any content that? Uh, no, be... it was just a nice oh, okay. note, and they sent us the least thoughtful gift that anyone, <laughs> sure. the most slash least thoughtful gift anyone could send us. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, is a beautiful box of chocolate. I'm sure our producer Sunny D will enjoy it very much. However, that having been said, mm-hmm. I'm on record as not being able to eat chocolate. And you're on record as not eating sweets. Sure. We've talked about that on this program on multiple occasions. Yeah. Please send us – please send any any taunting packages to <laughs> Maximum Fun <laughs> Care Of. Didn't we – and you know what? And the, furthermore, mm-hmm. I specifically requested if you're going to send us something, make it pickles. Yeah. We're having a pickle contest. Pickled don't try beets. and don't try and start a new contest. You know, I to I I, I will have a sweet from time to time. Mm-hmm. I will try one of these. We'll send Brian home with the rest. But I, out okay. of out of graciousness, okay, I'm not going to be you know out of spite. I will not have any of great them. because I'm upset that these people apparently don't care about us at all. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not not <laughs> thoughtful in the least. Our our guest on the program is a, a comedian, a podcaster, an author, a television personality, a beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest who has not been on in many years. I should have counted up how many years beforehand, but I'm going to guess four years. It's probably that's probably no. about right. Yeah, I think four years. <laughs> and she also has a bronchial infection of some no, kind. I, I... I'm having some post summer post nasal drip. I'm sorry, Jen Kirkman. Hi, Hi. Jen. Hi. I think it's been. Three years. Can you? Three years. Can you maybe let's maybe let's think in terms of like pop culture. What song were you really into oh, I don't the last time you came on? I know the show? we were in a different studio. Yeah. If yeah. I was blonde, it was three years ago. Hmm. I don't remember. I've seen you since. I mean, I have. Was a... I unhappy and forty pounds heavier? <laughs> that's <laughs> when how would that, I gauge, when would that, when that would have been twenty ten. So that's three years. It's probably three years ago. Three years ago. Okay. You know, two I remember mo- two years and ten months, says Sunny Day. Okay, two thousand ten. I remember. That's three I mean, years if ago. we're just going by, you're absolutely it, correct. I was going to say, I yeah. think you were a redhead but had a skin rash. <laughs> when was that? But was semi happy. That yeah. was two thousand eight. You seemed content. 
redhead. And hopefully in 2015. A little gassy. I remember yeah. you being like a smallish, mumbly comedian from Montana who was really into <laughs> skateboarding. Oh, that's, that's Chris, Chris Fairbanks. Fairbanks. Oh. Hey, by the way, I get the same way you guys do about Why did we book this lady? <laughs> He's in my purse. <laughs> I get that way that you guys get, which is ungrateful when yeah. fans do nice things, which is that I go, I haven't eaten meat. Since I was thirteen, it, right. it's it's why not... do people keep bringing you jerky, right? Yeah, they, Omaha well, steaks. I've had like it shows people say you got to try the blah blah steak at the thing, and it's like if you know if you like me enough to come to a show, maybe you heard some podcasts where I mentioned it, or it's in my comedy albums. Like the vegetarianism thing comes up, you know, in what a, we, many different mediums. You know, but you know what, what we need? I have an idea. What for should what we, we do? Need. A writer for thoughtful fans. So yeah. it's just something Almost like that an we, Amazon wish list. Exactly. Sure. Just something that we send out. We say, look, we like these kind of cold cuts. You know, in your yeah. case, you you just want a cheese plate. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think the world of Amazon wish lists has been dominated by porn stars for too long. Yeah, that's I think it's time true. that comedians oh, that thing? and podcasters. Oh, yeah. So they have one up so their fans can buy them stuff? And, yeah. and cam girls. Oh, cam right? Sure. Isn't that how cam girls make their it's make just, their living? I think we are the comedy equivalent of cam girls. All I really know about cam girls is a is an upsetting banner ad. Sure. However, I I think cam girls have Amazon wish lists. Either way, yeah. I think we should adopt this business model. This is easy. This is this is a no brainer. Sure. When I think about all the stuff I buy from Amazon, I could have put on that wish list. Yeah. And had a thoughtful fan buy me. For example, I recently purchased a real mower. There you go. A lawnmower. A it's real. a type of lawnmower. It's, oh. called it's made a real by mower. the real doll company, so you can fuck this lawnmower. <laughs> so you have to blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank it's you. A beautiful, it's in the shape of a beautiful Japanese woman. <laughs> it has real human hair. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be great if that's how like you held the human hair and it was like a lady <laughs> on all fours and she chews up your grass. Like It's the most wow. sexist, submissive thing you can do, but that's what the real, yeah. the real mower does. Sure. Or just a wig for a goat. <laughs> yeah, so real, wait, does it real get, goat. <laughs> does it go to your house? Like it? That seems like something that oh, more than a box. I here's the thing: someone drive when it my, over. When my son was born, I signed up for he Amazon. Here so we much go. Grass. Miracle of life. Yeah. <laughs> when my son was born, I signed up. Like, oh, did it change you? Three, Do you know what real love is? Three, three weeks. Let me guess. You haven't slept. Well, I'm sorry, go on. You know what? <laughs> if you guys want to say any more stuff about what happens, I know you're an expert. You wrote the book on this topic, Jane Kirkman. Um, okay, so three weeks or so after my, my son was born, I realized it would be impossible for me to ever go to the store again. Mm-hmm. And so I signed up for I just decided, screw the economy, screw local businesses, yeah. just up the butt, all of those things. <laughs> Signed up for uh, signed up for Amazon Prime. Well, and I shop you... exclusive. I buy grape nuts on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I feel bad. I don't have an excuse to not use Amazon Prime. Well, I mean, you guys just want to watch exclusive content from Under the Dome. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: Amazon Prime brings me the most important things in my life: real mowers, mm-hmm. grape nuts, antiques roadshow. The three, wow. the three oh, pillars, right. the three legs of the stool that is Jesse Thorne. All come via Amazon Prime. Can I say a joke I made about Under the Dome lately? Please or do. recently? Please, Please do. This was on Twitter and it was not very popular. I wanted to see Well, let's you guys... get those retweets out there. Sure. Come on. I said that CBS should promote their new sci-fi show by having Sir Mix-a-Lot record Put Him on the Dome. <laughs> I don't know that song, but I think that's very funny. He's got a song called Put Him on the Glass. Oh. 
Oh, um, okay, that's funny. This is about a dome mysteriously coming over a small town. <laughs> right, right. What if a bunch of women came and put them on the dome? Yeah, well, I, I mean, think it's great. Let's say you lived in that small town. Sure. Let's say Sir Mix-a-Lot comes to visit. You can't get in. <laughs> no. But you see Sir Mix-a-Lot walking around. Maybe he does a concert loud enough you can hear it through the dome. I think part of the dome – I've only watched two episodes. I think part of, <laughs> part of the dome that's, is you can't hear through the dome. That's two more than me, Jordan. Yeah. Well, you've got Amazon Prime. Get in there. You can watch director's commentary. That's a really good point. Yeah. How long has it been on? I've, I've, I, like, I hear about it and yeah. see about it, but I don't know a couple weeks. if it's current. A couple okay, weeks. So it yeah, it's, it's, it's currently a, a very highly rated – Summertime. Who lives show. under the dome, Fishman? Uh, no, just just kind of uh, alternately it, under the dome lives uh, compelling and talented character actors mm-hmm. and some uh, horribly untalented teen actors. Oh. so it's got two kinds of people. Anybody from Lost live under the dome? I don't think so. Although I don't think I would know minor characters from Lost. Most people have been on Lost. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I would know Hurley if I saw him broken down by the side of the road with John Slattery. <laughs> you know, I got so excited and screamed out loud when I was at a uh, local bar and restaurant in the Valley. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ted from Mad Men walked in and I screamed, Ted! Oh, Ted! Yes. <laughs> oh, Ted is gr- – I would love to see Ted. I would love to see him too. Um, not that he's not adorable on this show, but he seems to have a larger eye. In mm. real life, it looks a little mm. smaller, and he was very handsome. But just yeah. the one eye in real life. <laughs> yeah, on the other eye is the size of his head. <laughs> yeah. But no, and then he didn't hear me, thank like God. Like a Peter Lorre type but, thing. <laughs> 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 he, he didn't hear me, thank God, but I just couldn't believe it. It was just a visceral reaction. And you just told your friends you were remembering how funny you thought that teddy bear was. <laughs> I was thinking about the TED Talks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to cover. Ted talks are very inspirational, I said, changing the subject. You just got excited because you thought of a great way to spread important ideas. <laughs> hey, can I no. – speaking of thoughtless gifts, mm-hmm. thoughtful gifts, excuse me. Well, thoughtful slash thoughtless. We're, we're Thinking of – I think the gift we received earlier covers both of them. Yes, I yeah. was thoughtful and thoughtless because yeah. I didn't know this guy didn't drink. Yeah. Well, Jen Jen was nice <laughs> enough to bring uh, to bring a, 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 a podcast refreshment, which yeah, well, is not I, something a lot of guests do. I'd like to encourage it in the future. Sure. Uh, Jen came into the elevator with a um, a cold pack. <laughs> yeah, uh, what do you thermo insulated bag? Yeah, like that you get at your Whole Foods for your groceries, you should be doing. Sure, well, environmentalists you, out there, you get it at Whole Foods. I get it at the regular people grocery oh. store. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not rich like Ted from Mad Men. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy just goes into Whole Foods and says, "Give me one of everything." <laughs> What? Give me one of everything from the hot bar, he says. Uh, Got anything made of hemp seeds? Uh, Jen brought us, uh, complete with party cups, some skinny girl margarita. <laughs> I know I sound like I'm shilling. Shilling? Not shilling. Yeah, shilling. Yeah, shilling. I'm not, but I'm on vacation. I haven't been in a while, and I'm like, it's a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. I'm going to have a cocktail. To be fair, this is a terrible vacation activity. We're kind ruining your vacation is, but... right now is my concern. No, it's fine. I went. I was outside today, and I'm going to have dinner with a friend later. But you know, I'm like, okay. if I were home, at least you're, yeah. I'd have a, a maybe I'd have a vacation cocktail. So then I'm like, well, I'll bring it with me, and then I bring these party cups that I've had for six years, uh, plastic wine glasses. That you it's put like together. an oak barrel. You want to age them? Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, you want and some then, of that party cupness to you know. And then I didn't know Jordan was 
was saying he doesn't like sweets, but this is only 37 calories, and I didn't know that you didn't drink, so. I think yeah. this is, I mean, this is. But I did give you a fun cup for your sparkling water. You know water. what? I got, a spar- I got sparkling we water. We should take a picture. This is a fun cup because not only, not only is Taking this. a picture. Not only is this a sort of crystal stemware type situation, but the beverage goes right down into the stem. Wait, hold it so we can really see the stem. Oh, it does? Yeah, look at that. See? Wait, oh, nice. I think you have to hold it from the top. You'll understand when you see the photo. <laughs> yes. Oh, smile again. There we go. Great it's beautiful. Pose. Oh, this is this is going to be great Thank for the you, website Jordan. for the fans. I really appreciate yeah. that. Oh, that's really lovely. That is really nice. I think your son's going to love it when he's old Go enough. to camgirls.com <laughs> to see that picture <laughs> to and to see him, Jesse's wish list. To see him pour it over himself. Yeah, right? Um, now, I have not had this. I Is there a similar product called Skinny Bitch Margarita? Oh, Skinny Bitch is a book that these two horrible people wrote about just basically not eating. Oh. And then, um, <laughs> Do they have a line of margaritas? They might, but Skinny Girl is one of the housewives of New York, which I don't watch the show, but I am aware of things. Oh, because she's an entrepreneur. She's an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, so maybe there was already Skinny Bitch because I know she had gotten some trouble. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was the trouble. Because I was concerned when you first pulled it out because I had heard the – phrase skinny bitch before i was worried that this was going to make me bitchy on the podcast it, no it won't it'll just make you look skinny and girly oh good now i usually put a little ice in it a little salt around the rim and a lime in it yeah so this is just straight this out of the is, bottle okay but i mean it, i'm it, not a i'm no fancy pants over you're here. no fan this is like a working class thing. well hold on sure. this is a working <laughs> class bottled margarita <laughs> but if you came to my place i would certainly put sure, ice in dress it, it up. salt yeah but i don't know how not fancy you are i mean take a look at that stemware that's, that's true. You are right. It goes into the stem. That's pretty amazing. Or it looks like it does. No, it does because there's bubbles in my stem right oh, now. Oh, you're right. Now, I will say, Jen, that I have gone on record as saying I do not like the Bud Light Limerita. I don't oh, know how. Oh. I don't know if this is a similar product. Um, I think I it's a little better. Both. Yeah. Okay. This I comes have... in a classy bottle. It doesn't come in a little Red Bull can like the uh, – Right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have I'm a gonna, funny story about Bud Light Lamarita. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm, well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have a taste and then okay. share my we'll circle back around. Yeah. Now. You know what? That's nice. It is a Ooh. similar. It's a similar chemical uh, taste. Uh, thing to the Bud Light Lamarita. Uh-huh. It occupies a similar space in the beverage world, but uh, yeah, not as sweet. It's kind of. I could see how this if this was chilled, you it'd did, be pretty yeah, refreshing with a little lime and salt. You feel like you're drinking a real margarita. It's really nice, and uh, and I'm glad. No, and there's no not... alcohol in it, so it's safe for the kids. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can put it right in their bottles. <laughs> this is nice, and I'm not feeling bitchy at all. No, you're, I think well because it's not skinny bitch, skinny girl. Now I have a quick funny Bud Light Limerita story, which Please. I'm not sure if legally I'm allowed to tell. Oh, okay. Well, do you, should we? Can okay? I'm how about tell it? Tell it? Anyway. Tell it? Tell it <laughs> call it a Miller. Chilada's, chilada. Yeah. Is it about the time you got drunk and married your cousin? No. <laughs> this might even be more scandalous. Every once in a while, a sponsor will contact the Chelsea Lately show and say, we don't want to just advertise on your Which show. you write for. Yes. Mm-hmm. We want you guys to make a sketch out of it. So sure. we have a series of crazy commercials we've done. I've done a lot of this type of work. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So we've done a crazy sponsored bunch of commercials. Content. Sponsored content. Where the, the goal of the commercial is that Chewy, uh, Chelsea's Mexican little person sidekick on the show... 
Chewy will direct a commercial, so it's very meta. It's a commercial within a commercial. Oh. And then it always ends up in Pandemonium. Brody Stevens always stars in them. And <laughs> That's funny. You just got a big laugh out of us just by mentioning well, is Brody we've Stevens. We've done three of them. We've done one for Arby's and Tampax. Um, <laughs> and it was amazing. So Brody played a cashier who was yelling that it's okay to talk about your period. I mean, it's very funny. People should look it up. Sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so anyway, I was called on to write the next one. And we did follow the same formula. Chewie's directing a commercial that ends up going badly. Brody Stevens plays a cashier. It's for this product that we may or may not have mentioned. And I had this feeling, because it happened to us once before with another product, where some guy that doesn't have a lot of authority was given the go-ahead to contact the show and do original content and then they didn't run anything by their big boss until yep. we finished it. Yep. And their big boss was like, what? We can't have this kind of nonsense representing our product. But it was a very classy commercial. There was mm-hmm. no nudity. It wasn't like, you know, making fun of little people. or They're just Chewy and Brody doing their thing and some beautiful girls at the end. <laughs> and so they didn't end up using it. And it was basically because some guy low on the totem pole sure. made a very bad judgment call. And I'm thinking, well, who are the people that buy this product that they have to be so classy yeah. that they can't have a little Brody Stevens in their commercial? Right? It seems weird to me. Here's the thing. Yeah. Anyone who's got the brains, the gumption, and the get up, get up and go to climb the corporate ladder to, to the point where they're big boss – yeah. Of a major national brand, mm-hmm. say Coors Light Lemonaritas. Sure. <laughs> they <laughs> – how is it possible that they could not recognize the net-net benefit of adding a Brody Stevens to their brand image? I mean, especially with his show it's, coming out. It's a de facto endorsement. <laughs> well, what's so funny is I'm in the grocery store the other night. I'm at a Ralph's, mm-hmm. and this woman just – Again, I, not to chill, not, but... Yeah. And this woman drops a big soda on the floor, and it's like... She's like, oh, my God! And she's screaming to her boyfriend. And she's like, Bill, spilled it! And they're so drunk, and they're sunburned, and they're just... They look homeless, but you can tell they're just on a bender. And they have a, <laughs> just a big shopping cart full of Bud Light Limerita. I'm like, that's who they didn't want to offend with, with right. a little Brody Stevens and a little pool party at the end and someone dressed like a strawberry. I mean, God forbid. I did – I did – I was involved in one of these. I was hired to act in one of these uh-huh. and it is for a um, – it was for a men's grooming shaver. Oh, sure. So the script was mm-hmm. – The ball tamer. The ball tamer, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, it was for a ball vice. Uh-huh. I, uh, I, He's was... modest. It was for the penis look a smaller. It's just when you yeah. want to go out and you want to scare women, yeah. you, put something, your, it's a yeah, you put something in your it's pants. It's a small mirror. It's, is, the, is, the, is the penis look a smaller? Is that a featherer for your pubes? Is that a pube featherer that buries yeah. the well, it penis has two, It has two modes. One yeah. is it buries the penis right. in your pubic hair. And the other is it just actually just grips it. It makes oh. it smaller, pushes it up, yeah. Pushes it up in. Yeah. Yeah, pushes it back in. <laughs> yeah, and holds it in sort of like <laughs> sort of like uh sort of like those surgical staples after a facelift. Yes. Gotcha. They can be removed. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah. Anyway. So the it. the premise of this was that I would be walking around in short shorts, uh <laughs> listening to a boom box, and that I had that the short shorts had a big like fake pubic bush sticking out. Sure. And Goodness. then then some policemen would chase me down and shave me. 
Uh huh. A fashion police, if you yeah, will. like a like a real fashion police. Joan Rivers, uh, Joan Rivers, Rivers yeah, would uh, would chase me down. Joan Rivers and uh, Ozzy Osbourne's daughter would shave me down uh, in a scene that I found unusually erotic. Um, but I guess when I when I had gotten to set, someone had said that the pubic bush was offensive. Uh. So. But these guys still had to chase me down. So I guess it's like, I'm like, oh, now the premise of the sketch is Jordan's weird looking. Like, it wasn't like, let's bully him. Let's shave this man. (laughs) So they chased you down and did what? Uh, Made fun of your short shorts? Yeah. And then there was a part, there was a part where I had to get, I had, the idea was that this bush would get my, this pubic bush would Mm -hmm. get caught on a bush. But so they Ah. just made it to where like I got caught on a, it was, it it was, it, it, I think it came out. Uh, funny and high energy, but confusing. <laughs> right, right. So. High energy, just go high energy. When yeah, when things are about to get confusing, sure. just go it high energy. Turn into a real sabado gigante. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah. I was dressed as a baby. Uh-huh. I don't know what that reference is. Too smart for me. Oh no, it's it's a Spanish language variety television program. Oh, okay. Good. Similar right. to like Let's Make a Deal. Particularly oh, if you smart, if you don't really speak Spanish, is funny and high energy, but confusing. Oh god. Okay, I thought it was some like book that everyone was reading this summer like oh yeah well it's also that the novelization <laughs> of the television program <laughs> right is what everybody is reading um just a con- little little update on how i'm feeling about the skinny girl margarita uh-huh. yeah uh still enjoying it mm-hmm. still wow. tasty i'm mm-hmm. not feeling bitchier i am beginning to see what people like about true blood <laughs> it's a weird side yeah. effect i'm like oh it's supposed to be campy Right. It's intentionally exactly. campy. Okay, loosen up a little bit. Sure, yeah, just I'm just have being some fun with this. I should just have some fun with True Blood, guys. You know what? Just get down with them, Draculas, <laughs> <laughs> werewolves, fairies, all of them. <laughs> you know, wait, there's fairies on True Blood. I, I'm I'm afraid to watch. I do have a friend that's on it, so sometimes I fast forward and watch his scenes. To be, you mean his sex scenes? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, but I'm always like, I love this show and I want to support uh, like a friend, but I don't want to. I get very afraid of... Um... You have a friend and you wonder what he looks like. No, 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 no. It's nothing like that. But I'm saying, like, how could you hang out with a friend and they talk about their life and what they do? Sure. And then you just are like, I won't watch what you do. Right. You have to support your friends. So... That's why right. I'm watching Under the Dome. But... It's because I'm friends with Hank for Breaking Bad. Oh. <laughs> but I don't not watch because I don't like it. I'm just afraid of anything vampire or... Even fairies, I'm afraid of. Don't trust them. No, I don't, don't trust them either. Trust fairies, really? I don't trust anything. What about not a wood, human? What about a wood nymph? Less trusting. Pixie? Even less than a fairy. One of the pixies or a pixie? Yeah, Frank Black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust him. I would trust a pixie. No, I just yeah. don't like anything. You know why? Because a pixie, a wood nymph, a fairy—they're mm-hmm. not just going to be. They're going to attract werewolves and monsters. Like they sure. know where they're almost mm-hmm. like sure. they know where they're at. Yeah. So if you invite one in your home, it's only a matter of time till there's more drama. All of a sudden, yeah. right? It's like having try to have one Harry Krishna come live with you. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be twenty by sure. the end. Then they lay eggs. <laughs> they lay eggs in your. You only have one spare bedroom with the Murphy bed, the pull down. I sure do have a spare bedroom with. Uh, well, it's not a Murphy bed, but it is sort of a, a fold out. We'll turn it into a bed if mm-hmm. you need to. It's like a bed that leans up and looks like a cool leather couch. But then you put the bedding on and all the nice things. And you're like, holy shit, this is a bed now? This is a bed in a, a door, what's, an adorable office otherwise. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I guess With your own bathroom across the hall if I anyone mean, you ever could probably, needs to stay. Do you think, I mean, I think fairies might be willing to share a bed. They're small. That's the problem. I, mean, go, I bet, I bet multiple feet to feet. people well, who awful. share beds when it's not sexual. Weird. Yeah. Like people who sleep, like who have slept in a lot of beds with their cousins. 
Oh, I don't know about them. I mean, I, just, I feel like, I mean, maybe this is just because I don't have a close extended family. I'm automatically suspicious of anyone who's like real close with their cousin I feel or like that their way cousin about, has to live with them. I feel uh, that way about my wife. But it's unnatural, right? I don't understand why she's so close with all these cousins. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I thought you meant that's how you felt about sharing a bed. <laughs> you just yeah. you guys was, sleep head to foot, that, right? Now that you're family, it would be weird to share a bed with her. I don't want to share. I do not want to share right. a bed with her because I do not trust her. Because you know why? Insect wings. She has insect oh. wings. <laughs> I might confess I sleep in my sister's bed sometimes over Christmas when I visit. My my wife and her sister share share a bed all the time when they're like somebody's visiting somebody yeah. or hmm. you know I go out of town and or my my sister in law comes to visit. I find it, it makes me uncomfortable every time. Yeah, it's like well, it's like when family. I, I also want to be clear unreasonably. Yeah, but you're not like in there watching them share it. You just know that they're sharing it. Oh yeah, they they kick me out of the bed, but say I have to stay in the room. Oh, I hmm. just have to sit in the corner. You have to sit in like a folding chair. Sleep as best as I can. They have an airline seat for you to just sit up in. And... Yeah, well, but the problem is it's it's a bulkhead seat, <laughs> so it does not go back. Can we discuss the plane crash day, or is it too current? Oh, well, it's pretty current. There was a plane crash today. <laughs> you seem to have a take on it. <laughs> like, let's get into let's that. Put the, yeah, let's put the old uh, well, no, put the old Kirkman spin on it. Let's, let's stop <laughs> all this comedy talk. Let's get into the tragic news. Well, the only thing I was thinking about because I had said it a couple weeks you know, ago. I had only heard a a brief allusion to it on the the. I heard like halfway through a radio story uh-huh. about it today. What, yeah, what, it'll, the... it'll be covered by the time people hear sure. this. So, but uh, Asiana. If that's how you pronounce it, airlines crashed uh, at San Francisco Airport. It was a Boeing seven seven seven. Hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think eight are critically injured, and they're in the hospital. So no deaths yet. I don't know I, how critical as critical I, is. Last I heard, there was two deaths. Oh no way! Oh how yeah. terrible. Well, it was one of those things. Where anyway, they, let's get back to the funny. Sure. The, yeah, the emergency shoots were uh, released, right. and I had said to someone a few weeks ago, like, except for the Sully Sullenberg flight, and I even offered. Uh, on Twitter for someone to contact me. What happened on that flight? In other words, because I fly a lot, I'm always in the exit row. Sure. And they're always like, pay attention. You know, like now they're not just like, are you ready in case of an emergency? They're like, you have to watch the the thing. And I'm like, I've watched this 50 times. I know exactly what to do. But then I'm like, I probably wouldn't in the moment. I'd be like, do I do it now? Or do like, so I'm wondering, <laughs> do the people in the exit row really eject the shoots or is it more like they just have to act like you're going to and really what happens is they're like sorry can you move i, I think they this. help old people sit down on the on the shoot oh the emergency exit row people yeah oh okay they make it seem like this now when we go down i'll be up front you'll be in charge of this. <laughs> and you'll open the door and sure. then this everyone slides out so that's what i'm always like maybe i really shouldn't sit here because I, well, I don't know I can't we should it. we'll throw this out to the listeners yeah. if there's any airplanes <laughs> listening <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering today, did anyone have to do that? Oh, they all went out to shoot. But you're wondering if anyone from the exit row had yeah, to handle it. Yeah, who handled it? You have a special concern for people in the exit row. I have like a special when they concern. Say, like when there's, an, when there's a coup overseas and they say, you know, there's 44 people trapped in the embassy, including two Americans. Yeah. You want to hear on the news, there's been a horrible disaster. Mm-hmm. And a number of people have had to jump out of an airplane, including... Four people in exit rows. Yes. I'm like, exit row can seating. we get a briefing four in the people, exit rows first? Four people with airline status. <laughs> four frequent travelers like Jen Kirkman. Who went to Whole Foods probably the day before the flight. Right. Sure. sure. Let's get to 
Three big fans of Ted from Mad Men. <laughs> we'll be I'm with you. I'd be right in that seat, too. Ted's great. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. Hey, everybody. My name is Dave Shamka. And I'm Graham Clark. And we are the hosts of a show called Stop Podcasting Yourself right here on the MaximumFun.org network. We're the first ever Canadian podcast to win a Canadian Comedy Award for Best Podcast. I think we went with that too early. I think we seem braggy. (laughs) It's a weekly comedy show, a very easygoing chat between Dave, myself, uh, guest. We'll talk about things that we've overheard during the week and also Hulk Hogan. Stop podcasting yourself. Head over to MaximumFun.org to download an episode today. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jen Kirkman, back again guest. Back again. Oh, <laughs> back again Kirkman. Just like tag team. Sure. The stars behind Whoop, there it is. Mm-hmm. Check oh, it. yeah, you're right. Check it, direct it. Let's I actually heard that song on the radio uh, the other day. What's, what was? No one wants to hear that on the radio, right? Well, when you're driving, I had a rental car for a week. It's mm-hmm. uh, not interesting at all. I just had to put my car in the shop. And even though the car had Sirius, and I have Sirius, it was exciting to listen to the radio in the rental car, even though I couldn't listen to the radio any time. <laughs> so I just put on 90s on 9 mm-hmm. and 80s on 8. And between one of those channels, well, there it is, came on. Sounds about right. on 4. And 40s on far. <laughs> My babies always warm. Yeah. Um, what was, oh. Jesse, what was tag Upside teams? Upside down and inside out. Gotta <laughs> show you, all your folks what you, it's all about. That would be fun to get like a 40 sounding band and cover the other Sir Mix a lot great song. Sure. Ba- uh, Baby Got Back? Yes. Okay. Or I call it I Like Big Butts, but that is sure. not the proper name. Posse's on Broadway. Is that, no? no? What was tag teams post Woomp career like? They just had one. There it is. And then had the decency to retire? There was recently an article about Tag Team. They are from, I want to say, Pittsburgh. They're from some weird place. Mm Mm-hmm. They clear $60,000 a year on Whoop There It Is residuals. That's great. Wow. It'd be better if it was just one person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have it is a, you have to divide it up team. amongst the yeah. team. And yeah. their entourage. I, I think about how cool it is that we never heard from Lou Bega again. <laughs> Wait, that's a name I feel like I saw too. What is uh, he saying? Mambo number five? Oh, a little bit of Monica sure. in my life. But it really stinks for somebody like Lou Bega because Lou Bega is a, num- is a, is a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. But he didn't write that song. Oh, no. And so that song's oh, a no. cover. I think he maybe he added lyrics to it. I yeah. feel like it was... It's uh, all going to Tim Rice. And so, yeah, so Helton he's Jones not collaborate. It's from... Mm, right? It's from the movie The Lion. I thought yeah. that was um, Bernie Taupin, Taupin. Taupin. Well, him too. But oh, okay. yeah, we're Taupin. talking about that the been a be- of the movie You know what, Jen? That would have been a better joke. Oh, I didn't even mean it like that. Yeah. No, but I mean, oh. now that I... You mean aggressively? Let's get a beverage update from Jen Okay. Sure. I made a mistake during the commercial. Yeah. I thought I had also a glass of sparkling water. I had a glass of plain water. Mm. And I mm-hmm. said confidently, 
to Jesse, look what I'm about to do. And I poured the sparkling, what I thought was sparkling water, into my margarita to but make it was a spritz. flat. But it was flat. And I'm mm. like, oh, it's fine. And then I took a sip and it wasn't. Yeah. So I've just poured it out, yeah. put some more uh, margarita in, put some ice and crushed some sparkling, ice, crushed ice that they do have available here at the studio. Mm-hmm. And the base of my glass some sparkling water. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of Jordan's glass just fell off. I wish it ground. fell off and then everything came out through the stem. But oh, anyway, you know, so, then I would have to like like so put I'm my t- head under the stem <laughs> to drink it. So now I'm like an ice cream cone. Yeah. Which I should have brought. But now I'm doing uh, more of a spritz. That's Jen, nice. I really like this. I think this is the perfect vacation drink for you. Yeah, this is... I love that this is my summer vacation. If everyone could see, I'm in an enclosed gray booth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a slightly ratty one. Like, let's be in clear. A, in, a, in a strapless summer dress and sandals. Yep. But I did just come from, um, you know, run, running my errands as a lady will do, mm-hmm. trying to get some sun. Talking about I guess. buying tampons? <laughs> Talking about buy- yeah, I didn't buy any tampons. I got a spray tan. You'll see if sure. I was uh, here later, mm-hmm. it would. it's going to start developing. Wait, does spray tan develops? Mm-hmm. It's not instantaneous. You can get something called a bronzer, uh-huh. and it'll show up right away. But yeah. those tend to be more streaky looking. Sure, mm-hmm. you don't you need get, that. No one needs that, right? No. So if you do a normal spray tan, if you were to sit and look at someone for four hours, they would be dark at the end of the four hours. Oh. Uh, you know, we had I mean, last last week we had Alex Blagg come here right from a pool party. He was in some very cute little swim trucks. He was in an adorable oh. pair of swim trucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of like this idea of of. Well, now that it's summer. Us being kind of a stop on our guests' summer cavorting. You know, I was summer cavorting earlier mm-hmm. today. My yeah. wife and I went to a famous restaurant here in Los Angeles, Philippe's Original French Dip. Sure. Had oh. ourselves some French dips. Yeah. I said to my wife, listen, let's go get some huaraches. Mm-hmm. It's summertime. Not yeah. the food, the shoe. And uh, we went over there. Jesse, you guys yeah. eat shoes? No. We do- I'm sorry. What a I'm- what a weird fucking status move, man. My, like, my, my <laughs> mother. Know. Yeah, we get it. You can eat a shoe. My mother's Soviet era Russian. <laughs> right. So it reminds me of home. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's a comfort thing. Yeah. Okay. I also stand in line when I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I so we went over to also buy some- car drives you. <laughs> <laughs> we we went over to buy some waraches. Mm-hmm. I bought a pair. I guess that I don't I don't. Uh, that I, I can't picture that. What is it? That's a woven Mexican sandal. Okay. A leather woven Mexican sandal, a traditional sandal. There's a variety of different types depending mm-hmm. on where in Mexico is they come from. Is there just somewhere you can get them in your neighborhood? Like, yeah, you so, go well, to a store? Well, right by Philippe's original French dip is the uh, the uh, famous Olvera Street here in Los Angeles, oh, sure, which is yeah. a sort of um, uh, Mexican-themed uh, street. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and it's got a temper, real hot, the, hot the temper. The theme being that actual Mexican people live there. I don't want people to think it's like a pastiche well, Disney street. Or is it now? It's, it half, it's half and half. Oh, wow. I mean, it. on the one hand, it is populated. It is – the stalls are run by uh, genuine Mexican-Americans. Mm-hmm. And a significant portion of the patrons are genuine Mexican-Americans. However, it is also a pastiche thing for tourists. Oh, got it. Okay. But it's a, you know, it's some just something that's been there since the 20s. You know what I got mean? Got it. It's, it's always like been a, there. Like our farmer's market. Yeah, exactly. It's very much like the Los Angeles farmer's market. It is, a, it is that, that most authentic of Los Angeles things, which is the authentic fake thing. Right, exactly. Um, and so we went to get some huaraches, got uh, two pairs for my young son. Did they come Simon? with a little little side of au jus? 
No, you're thinking of the French tips. Okay. Was your <laughs> that wouldn't make the you? shoes really juicy, though. Did you take your son point. with you? No, my son was not with me, so we bought two different sizes. Wow. We bought the size we thought he was, and we bought one size larger. So you just leave him in the house while you and your wife go shoe shopping and eating? That's how you treat, just, that's how you just, treat a child? You crack, you crack a window. Him. We don't just leave him in the house. We you leave him some scissors to play <laughs> we with. We lock the door to his room so he can't get out. Okay, okay. I don't know about <laughs> He's this. got toys in there. All right. Just seems mean not to take him out. My mother is visiting. Ah. Mm. She was nice enough to watch my young son while my wife and I went out to lunch together. Date morning. It was a date mid-afternoon. Date afternoon. I thought you said you had sandwiches, but you ate dates? <laughs> this is confusing. He's never been married. Yeah, with, I don't know what you do with a woman. Without the dates, the leather is really hard yeah. to get down. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's right. You need it for digestion. You need a mid-jewel date mm. if you want to get the leather down. Okay. Did you guys... Feed each other. Yes. Did you dip and then cross arms? Yeah, we did. We did a nice crossed arm French dip. You know, Philippe's French dip is uh, the legendary home of the French dip. Mm-hmm. They dip it for you. Oh, really? Pre-dipped. Yeah, it's pre-dipped. You can get it double-dipped if you like. That's probably how I would do it. Egg is extra juicy. Yeah. Sure. Your your concern there is going to be the bread falling apart. Yeah. But it's not that much of a concern if you value juiciness. But I don't eat meat, so I don't even know what I could dip. But I would just say, yeah, you would just have bread. to have greasy bread. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's maybe your only option there. But if I'm putting myself in the shoes of, I like everything. It has to be covered in something. If it's going to sure. be covered a little bit, and cover the whole thing. Can I make a recommendation? Uh huh. Get yourself some potato salad. I'll absolutely do that. Well, <laughs> we were there. We were there about a year ago. It was uh, NFL playoff time. And this group of uh, young ladies and a couple beefy young gentlemen came into the restaurant uh, wearing NFL jerseys. And you instinctively not, hid under the table. Not from a particular <laughs> team. It just said NFL on yeah. <laughs> Did I say NFL jerseys? I meant referee shirts. <laughs> oh, sure. They were all off, uh, off uh, lunch from Foot Locker. Yeah, exactly. So uh, uh, this, this, one woman, this one woman, and they were speaking to each other in loud dumb tones. Sure. I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but these sure. people were lunkheads among lunkheads. Of loud, loud dumbs. Yeah. I, and it's not about them liking football. I like football. Oh. It's about it's about women wearing football jerseys as halter tops. That makes me very uncomfortable. Oh my, when they cut the sleeves off or something? They cut them They cut them oh, to the midriff. Oh, belly shirt. Mm. Yeah. Fun, fun. They cut them to the midriff and then it's, there's, a, there's like a a pinning uh-huh. on the side to Jesse, make the boob more prominent. They're guys, national, girls. National they're guys, fun, yeah, girls. They hang out with dudes. Man. I they can felt drink like a I was, beer. I was in a beer commercial. National that's how Fun I felt. League. National Fun League. Sure, that's what so the F stands for. They walk Sometimes up to the counter. National for fucking. <laughs> they walk up to the counter, and the woman says, "One of the women says." Uh, can I try the... And I'm sorry that I'm using this voice. It's I, a, I do it too. It's a real voice. Sure. It's a, it, and they were... Re, and this woman really talked like this. I'm not... This is not exaggeration. This is not just point. how I hear women. This is how... Yeah, yeah. This is not how women talk. This is how this And woman then your wife talks. said, Jesse, can we go? <laughs> yeah. She's more like, I love you. <laughs> can you take out the trash? <laughs> <laughs> then your mother-in-law came up. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Um, She's like a laser gun. Yeah. You don't make enough money. Womp womp. <laughs> this woman, this woman says, this woman says to the woman at the, to the to the lady at the counter. She says, uh, "Can I try the potato salad?" 
And so she gives her some potato salad and she puts it in her mouth and then she spits it out on the counter in front of her and goes, ah, what is in this? Mayonnaise? I think I'm going to throw up. Oh, my God. Who has to try potato salad? I didn't even know you could. It's like frozen yogurt. (laughs) Yeah. Who does? That's what potato salad is. (laughs) That's what holds it together. Potatoes and mayonnaise. Uh, That's what holds it together. She thought it was was slices of potatoes with a nice balsamic on it. I know, and some tarragon. What did she think the white stuff was, like marshmallow? (laughs) She must have thought it was Uh, marshmallow. uh, Okay, so long story short, my wife and I had a romantic lunch of French uh, chips. mm -hmm. You know, any French lunch is going to be romantic. And then you had to come here. And then we went to get some huaraches. We got two pairs for my young son. One the size that we think he is, and one one bigger in case they were too small. And hey, he'll grow into it. Well, the truth, and the truth is, we got a boy on the way. So oh, you know, give if, him the big ones. If we bought one that's too small, <laughs> he can sleep in them. That'd he be can cute. wear them when he grows into them, or use you know, it we, as a crib. We just got to hang on to him for eighteen months. Right. You know what I mean? So that went great. Well, I was saying to my wife, you, you want a pair of waraches? Like, you know, let's do this while hey, we're no doing problem. it. No problem. Yeah, she gets them. Now, here's the thing: I wanted waraches. That's why we went to the waracheria. Okay. It turns out... Sounds like you're eating these things, man. I'm sorry. Not, <laughs> With each new detail, it sounds like you're know, eating shoes. I want to put salsa on one. Yeah. Not only does this place not sell huaraches above size 10, no huarachero in the whole place is selling wow. shoes above size 10. It is a conspiracy of tiny Latin American persons yes. against the white man. They call that the Mar- Mark Anthony conspiracy. Yes. He, <laughs> oh. yeah, he's not even Mexican, so don't write in. He's, <laughs> he's actually not, from Latin America. All right. No, he's, he's Puerto Rican. But, Puerto Rican? Is he Puerto Rican? Well, he's Puerto Rican. He's Jewish. I think, Mark I think he's Jewish. <laughs> he might just Ethnically be from, he Jewish. Might, Ethnically now that Jewish. He's from Queens. Now that, I think, <laughs> now that I think about it, I, I think he's Roman. Mm. <laughs> but it is it is you you're not um you're it was outrageous a different body type my son got two pairs uh-huh. my wife got a pair well thank the god the man you're... who went there to get the huaraches mm. no pairs for me thank god his wife had sex with a mexican gardener so his son could fit into the <laughs> shoes sure hello <laughs> <laughs> do you also have the same uh the same problem when you're buying karate gis do I can't this find is, the ghee? This, you know, when they talk about the white man's burden, this is what they're talking about. Sure, and it is. I would say I would rather be a non-white person in America. Oh, me because too. Because they have well, now way. they're the majority, right? Oh, yeah. What? And they have it easier. Yeah, totally. They can buy as many waraches as they want. It's easy for them to find ghees that are long enough. And they can be president. They can oh, buy boy. Japanese import clothing brands. Mm-hmm. They can trick out their cars. Yeah. You know, it, 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 granted. They can pretend they racism, speak English to get out of small talk. I'll grant, <laughs> I'll grant you this. Racism used to exist. Mm-hmm. But now the real racism is reverse racism against people Absolutely. with size 12 feet who want to buy waraches. Yeah. I can't threaten women in a comedy club anymore. You know what? No. I'm sure the same Men's problem. Rights. I'm sure that right yeah. now, right now, a man... In New York City, a white man mm-hmm. is trying to buy some chancletas. What is that? That's a, a, a chunky heel. That's a that's a Caribbean. <laughs> that's oh, the okay. Caribbean equivalent. Why of do you know so much about shoes with fun? 
I know so much Names. specifically about mantles. <laughs> I love that. I'm a professional menswear blogger. It's my job to know about <laughs> footwear. Well, maybe you can open up your own or something. I'm going to have Because this guy could make a million if you helped him and said, listen, buddy, you're missing this whole market here. Yeah. Tall white men. Tall white men are living amongst you now. Yeah. This is, this is the white man's world. I'll tell him. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> while you're a guest in the white man's world. No, I, I, I didn't mean any of what I just said except the part where I was really disappointed because I really did. Sure. I really did go there I, to buy myself some more I hope not one person listening thought any of that. You'd be surprised. You know. You'd be surprised. I know. I guess surprised. I wouldn't. I made a joke on Twitter the other night and people thought it was real. So. Oh, it's real. I, I had people yeah. explain. Anybody will think anything is I real. I said, "Let's fireworks are nice. But at 1776, let's celebrate the Civil War our country won, which wouldn't even make sense that as a country <laughs> we would win it. Like, that didn't even make sense. Right, yeah. And people were like, no, it was this war. Actually, and then I just, it, I got explanations. You should Google the British Isles and what they, I'm like, I Wow. You should Google – somebody told you to Google the British Isles I just like, kept writing back with him going, I don't Or you should know watch the that. hit musical 1776. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would love to. I didn't even know that was a musical. Yeah. That would be I'd really go good. go right now and see that. You know, you should befriend David McCullough, noted historian David McCullough. <laughs> Maybe I should. Does he like musicals? He probably does like musicals. You know what? Get some tickets to 70, 1776 and, and send him an invite. invite a stranger. Just see what he has to say about that. <laughs> Jen, I feel like you are you are my window into a cultural world that I wouldn't otherwise know. I wouldn't know People anything. People sitting at home. I wouldn't mm. know anything. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about whether Chewy is good at directing commercials oh. if I didn't know you. Yeah, there's a whole world of things I wouldn't know. You know about celebs. You've always known about celebs. I have always known about celebs, which is so weird because I don't care. But you know, for my job, we have to read that stuff 24 hours a day, and I think the best part is that everyone I work with doesn't care so but it's like being researchers who are really passionate but aren't really that passionate about it's not like we're you know what i mean i imagine if you want to cure cancer because that's exactly what it's like to work for the british museum <laughs> but it's I like i i do end up getting obsessed with my certain people that i'm like fascinated okay by. so i want to know who your certain people are now always Lindsay lohan always really i even, like even you're talking about lilo lilo yeah because i don't like there's certain things like we don't make fun of Amanda Bynes in the show because it's clear now she's mentally ill. Sure. So I have like a snobbery about that when people are mean to her. I'm like, well, now she's sick. Let's Isn't it, but but Lindsay Lohan is not. I think she's an addict, which is a little different. Okay. Like there's a little less forgiveness in that. Like at a certain point, just having friends who've gotten off drugs and drinking. Like at a certain point, you know what you're doing. You're just clinging. But she's really. I, really I understand sick. it. That's why Chelsea makes so many jokes about the bad choices my dad made in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> She does. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's okay. If you had He's to hear in recovery that. now. I, so, you know. Oh, I so it's fine. No, I'll tell her to lay off. I'll tell her to lay yeah. off. Uh, but I do. I'm wondering. Yeah. I mean, I like. I do think she's sick. Though. I know. I know this was kind of kind of a thing that people obnoxiously brought up at parties a lot, but only because it was genuinely fascinating that uh, article about the making of the canyons. Uh, when, oh, do yeah. you, as a Lindsay Lohan fan, do you know when that will be available for watching? Oh, no. I'm not a fan of her. Okay. I'm just a fan of following her. Sure. Do you think you'll around through rehab? Do you think you'll take it to the point where you'll watch the canyons? No, no, it's okay. too depressing. Yeah, that's like a. It's like if Marilyn Monroe hadn't been kind of a good actress. Like sure. Watching her movies, I think would have been like. Yeah. Is or, Lindsay Lohan not a good actress? I thought part of her deal was that she was she was uh, kind of charming and funny. She was ten years ago, and then she didn't keep up the skill. So I really uh. think now you're just watching. Did you watch the Liz and Dick? 
I've never seen anything she's ever done in my entire life. <laughs> you watch, life. Like, you seen Mean Girls? I've not seen Mean Girls. You should Girls, watch actually. Mean Girls. I, mean Girls is yeah, great. I, yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah, that's like a good movie. And then if you watch Liz and Dick, she's looks like an actress who just got there and said, "I'm only doing one take, so hurry up and deal with it." Right. And then there's just these scenes where she's just, it's like. I've seen high school plays acted better. Like, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think she's just getting worse and worse. How do you feel about Herbie Fully Loaded? Never saw it. Not a car person. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that is a real Gearheads movie. (laughs) I'm not a – yeah, but I don't know. uh, My only celebrity story I have – Adam Carolla had a guest shot. (laughs) Sure. Wow, that's my Adam Carolla impression. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty good. good. Every once in a while, I still get this some. This car's follow- talking. Every time I have a bad joke on Twitter, there's some Adam Carolla follow. That's why when people say just ignore him, I go, "You can't," because uh, get one of his people. Like you just keep proving every day what Adam said that wasn't funny. I'm like, okay, bye. You got to go. There's always a little fallout. Sure. For for his his crimes. You know, it's nice though. Super fan Giovanni. Who's oh yeah, that? it's an Adam Adam Carolla's most prominent fans. He's always been very nice to us. Oh good. Yeah, since, There's always some crossover since with the we fans. had a nice email every couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I I've started listening to your show since you were on uh, the Carolla show. I I always enjoy it. Keep up the good work. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Super fan. Giovanni. No, you know I here's what I'll always remember from us being on Carolla. And I and granted that uh, oh, Adam I, Adam Carolla. I almost went on myself. Oh yeah. He doesn't know that I get annoyed when he says women are funny. Sure. And I probably wouldn't bring it up. And that's. And that's annoying, and that's a that's yeah. a bad thing to say in public. Yeah, yeah. I think yes. we can all agree that Just that's say in private. not yeah. true, and that's a weird yeah. opinion to have. Keep that, not, to, keep that between. Well, you I and truly your priest. don't believe. <laughs> sure. I truly don't even think he thinks it, but he just has to be careful because his people that listen to him. Sure. And yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think yeah. he thinks that. I think part of why he says a lot of ridiculous things is because it's his job and he just has to say a lot of He's things. He's like Andy Rooney. I mean, honestly, he sure. is like when Kurt Cobain died and Andy Rooney was like, these kids deserve to die. You're just like, well, you had to say that. Yeah. yeah. He comes from that world of drive time radio where you yeah. just have to say a lot of things to get people riled up. That's mm-hmm. part of the show. And I think that, you know. In the world of podcasting, you can be a little more considered, like I think we are all mm-hmm. the time. Um, but yeah, I think just – For example, earlier when I was talking about the Mexican-American – The white, the white man's world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean I will always remember from us the, – the, the first time we went on Corolla show was the, uh, was the week that we had the Penny Arcade guys come on who were very – they're a webcomics uh-huh. duo – uh, who were very like <laughs> publicly nasty about us afterwards, <gasps> and we got a lot of. I think still to this and day, during. and during, uh, so we got a lot of and nasty. Before you weren't there. Before oh, okay. When also they were before. Being nasty, so through yeah. the. So yeah. So and I think you know we can still see. We still see little ripples of those mm-hmm. fans. Hating on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, send, they'll send me an email calling me a faggot every once in a while. <laughs> With eight oh. A's. Yeah. Uh, but I, that was the same week we went on Corolla, and I was worried. I'm like, oh, how's this fan base going to react? Right. If this if this nerdy video game fan base doesn't yeah. like us. Uh, but the Corolla people have always been pretty nice. Yeah, that, that surprised me. I was terrified about going on Corolla oh, totally. for that very reason because I know, let's be honest, Corolla has a lot of fans of all types. Yeah. Uh, but he's particularly popular in the MOOC community. Sure. Some types that may not know there's mayonnaise and potato salad. Right? For like, instance. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I People was who will alter a football jersey. <laughs> Adam Carolla's <laughs> fans couldn't have said nicer things yeah, to say about Yeah, they were us. great. That's you know, cool. And we've been on a couple times. Every time people are very nice about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Step up your game, video game nerds. Now you're the dicks. <laughs> they <laughs> certainly on. are. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, I do have a little celebrity gossip. Yeah, for yeah I do want to hear some yeah. celebrity gossip. Yeah. This isn't. This is – I have a very limited life. I work a lot. 
I stay home a lot. No, you got narrow horizons. We understand. <laughs> but so it's I don't have that many big encounters. You don't do a lot of backpacking. No, you don't have but, a spritzer. For but I'm not. I'll have a spritzer. But I'm not at red carpet things. I'm not a uh, sure a, a gadabout. I'm not a gadabout, and I'm not a. You're not uh, at the Vanity Fair Oscar. No, party. I wish. You're um, not at Tim Rice's at, <laughs> at Oscar best, party. At best, you're at the Ladies' Home Journal Oscar party. I wish I was even at that. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, maybe a lady. You're just who maybe subscribes. at like Steve Agee's Oscar. Party. I might be at Steve Agee's, and then at that I point, bet that's I really fun. Up. Yeah, that sounds like a fun Oscar party. He's a fun guy. Oh, it really. He'll oh, show you a picture of his kidney stone. I was so bummed. Gives <laughs> you drag off his vaporizer, man. He had. A, let me know next time that's I, happening. I was so bummed this year that Morrissey went to a bunch of uh, oh. Oscar parties, and, and Russell Brand is like his. Uh, Court jester, they're like best friends. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, so there's all Hold these. Hold on to your Wait, hat, America. This wasn't what even... he screamed, realizing it was totally obvious. This wasn't my celebrity story, even. But yes, he, uh, they're friends, and I had yeah. some friends who were at some fancy parties who relayed to me. Um, Morsi was sitting on a couch, draped there like you know Greta Garbo, while Russell Brand... <laughs> smoking a cigarette out of a cigarette holder. <laughs> well, Russell Brand like danced for him and like entertained him at these kind of like really big celebrity parties. Which is not the Morrissey I knew, but I was happy to see him. Sure. And you're a big Morrissey fan. Huge. Uh-huh. And I don't enjoy when the people make the jokes that he's depressed because I, sure. he's very funny. And I enjoy that he actually was getting out there. And he's a big old Hollywood kind of person and he loves glamour and celebrity. So it did make sense, but I just had never really heard that before. Then I went to see him play at the Hollywood High School, which was in a wonderful show a couple months mm-hmm. ago. And Russell Brand gave a 15-minute speech about him at the beginning. Wow. And it's coming out as a documentary. It's like a weird. sort of a toast? Yeah, he was like, hello, we're all here. And I was like, oh, I hate that they're best friends because I, if I had known, yeah. if you had told me. You would cavort for Morrissey. Yes, if you told me, Jen, you're going to become a comedian, which is a very small world of people. Mm-hmm. And even in that small world, one of them is going to break out and be best friends with Morrissey. I can't believe it's not me. I know Russell yeah. Brand is famous and British, so yeah. I've got a couple strikes against me and a man. So. Sure. But oh, yeah, I guess that's a plus for Morrissey. Probably, I've, I'm not sure what kind of man is his type, sure. but maybe some, you know, Russell Brand's very magnetic. But Morrissey know, can, div- I, from what I understand, Morrissey can divide his cells to reproduce. Yeah. Oh, is I that hope true? so because I heard he almost died this year. Oh no, he's like a sea slug, <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> oh, I would love it. Maybe. It <laughs> well, so Russell Brand, this whole speech, he's like, but then it was like, oh, now I kind of have to like Russell Brand again because he was like, we're all here because he gave something to us when we all felt like loses and sure. people are still in the dark about Morrissey and I was like oh that's lovely he gets it he gets it it's funny that it's funny that that relationship has a kind of leader sidekick dynamic yeah but Russell Brand is more famous so it's like there's a less famous guy who has a more famous guy as a sidekick yes that's very interesting yeah. but Russell knows to be respectful sure I mean I obviously there's yeah a, yeah but it's very but anyway here's my celebrity gossip and this is hot off the presses <laughs> Okay. For my summer vacation. You print up a summer vacation newsletter? <laughs> I'm going to start. You have a print- home printing press. I'm going to start based on this wild story I have. Just, you just make <laughs> counterfeit money that has little stories on it. <laughs> I went. My car uh, was in the shop for about a week. Sure. Yeah. And I like it. I like where this is yeah. going. So uh, I went into the city. Now I uh, – oh, I shouldn't say where I live. So, well, I'm going to say where I live. I live in the valley now, mm-hmm. somewhere in the valley. Oh, so, hold on. Wait. You live in the valley? Get out of here. You're <laughs> off the show. You shouldn't have said that. I know. It was a you great lifestyle. You ruined the Kirkman mystique. Well, I never lived in Silver Lake for people who want to think 
such things about me. <sighs> I was in West Hollywood for many years. I can't. I can't talk to you. You've never <laughs> even lived. You never lived in Silver Lake. I lived in Echo Park when I first moved here. I lived in okay. Los Feliz, well, Echo Park, right. Hollywood, right. West Hollywood. Yeah. But I didn't know it was Echo Park. I didn't want to live there. I was like, this is just like when I lived in Brooklyn. Get me the F out of here. Where is the nice stores? And I moved to West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Even though I still can't afford them, but I like to look in the windows. Yeah, I, I don't want to nice look store. in the window of someone making a coffee with a handlebar mustache. I never want to see that. <laughs> it's offensive. It's offensive. You like a nice you like. A I like nice a nice store. thing. Let me walk by. There's this, a quilted handbag. You know those stores that aren't open because they're by appointment only? Oh. Let, me, let me look in those. Sure, sure. Until they arrest me. So I get in an Uber, which is, you know. This is the, a car service. The taxi service, which I don't get in taxis because they drive too crazy. The you Uber drives responsibly. Responsibly, yeah. The last time I was in a taxi, mm-hmm. um, this is because I, I knew I would be drinking, so I'm like, I'm going to take a taxi. Mm-hmm. The very responsible drinking. Yeah, I'm just I, I I like I like to educate as well as entertain. No, thank Jen. you, double E. Uh, so the guy was this very gruff Eastern European guy, and I was a little bit like he, you know, he was not he's not like not welcoming me into mm-hmm. the cab, just kind of glared at me when I got in, and I like <laughs> called this cab ahead of time, so it wasn't like I had flagged him down at an inconvenient time. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was just kind of glaring and just kind of mean and like I told him you know I told him the bar I was going to but he wanted like a cross street like he didn't know the bar which always Uh, like irks me a little bit I'm like isn't this your thing yeah Uh, but he wanted like a cross street and as we were driving you know wasn't making conversation no radio on just silence just silence with this glaring guy like gripping the wheel and then he starts yelling like I'm assuming into like his oh his bluetooth phone yeah he's like Get me this bitch. Get me this bitch. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What is this guy talking? Like, I'm, am I going to go? Am what? I going to be like, are we going to dispose of a body? Am I going to have yeah. to like wait in the car? Are you coll- about to be sold? Yeah. Am I going to have to like wait in the car collateral style while he goes and like holds a pillow over some guy's head and just <laughs> shoots two shots in it and then walks out? Get me this bitch. And it only occurred to me when we were almost to the bar, he was saying, get me dispatch. <laughs> Could oh, be dispatch. not this bitch. Yeah, I thought it was dispatch. <laughs> so, but he was—he really wanted them to get him dispatch. And yeah. why do you think he wanted that? Probably to murder them. He <laughs> wanted to get them on the line to tell them he was going to come and put a pillow over their face and just put two slugs in the pillow. Did so, you ever get the cross street? Yeah, I mean, it was like Sunset and Western or something. Jen, it's let's bad neighborhood. let's reset for your story. It is a little bit of a bad neighborhood. Yeah, You're in but the it has ba- that bar where that old Russian lady makes you hot dogs. Oh yeah. Oh sure, the White Horse. Yeah. You're in the back of a Sorry. limousine. You're enjoying a spritzer. <laughs> sure. I'm in my limo. And listening to Morrissey. <laughs> I get so I'm driven up. by Robert Smith of the Cure. <laughs> He's it's driving such you a around. Weird night. It's how'd you I must have told this on another podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. Thanks, Jonathan Katz. <laughs> so I'm going to pick up another friend, which mm-hmm. is irrelevant to the story, but I get in. Makes it more fun. And I put my hand down and I pick up a Chanel clutch purse. Now I don't know if that means anything to you gentlemen. But, oh, it does. But the big Chanel logo, which there's always a logo on things. It may be a less expensive model, but it's still this is a thousand dollar small purse. And I oh, and I don't know why I go. Oh, someone must have left this here that was just in the car before me. Hmm. And for some reason, I don't know why. Instead of just handing it to the guy, I opened it, and it was Stacy Keebler's license. Who is that? You might ask. She's one of the elves. Sure. <laughs> she invented E.L. Fudge. <laughs> I would never know who she is except for she is George Clooney's most recent girlfriend. Mm. One of the uh. only ones to have made it past his, like, two-year 
cutoff process. Cutoff mark, yeah. usually. Wait, he has a two-year cutoff mark? He's like a serial monogamist. So he always has like – he meets a content waitress. They last about a year and a half. They make a mistake all the time of saying something in an Us Weekly like, yeah, I mean, not right now, but someday I'd love marriage and kids. And uh, boom, they're, dumped. they're out. They're out. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's almost funny. It's actually happened like three times. you got to mind your P's and Q's around Clooney. You yeah. can't just go – You can't just be saying – Shooting your mouth off. doesn't want marriage or kids. Yeah. So if he even thinks you do, he's going to read that Us Weekly mm-hmm. as he does and he's, every right. Friday. Well, he reads stand. it on the plane. He just like, listen, I just need he something just, to zone out to. He just wants he just wants to fuck and he wants a pig to go home to. <laughs> sure. That's awful. He had a pig. Oh, right. I thought you meant That's like, not a derogatory term oh, about I thought you, No, I thought I was like, but wait, that doesn't even make sense. Right, like I thought some pig no, was something. No, he, he owned a pig for many years. <laughs> that slept but, uh, in his bed. But I think, he, I think he'll romance you. I think it's not. Sure. Uh, I think it's monogamous. I think it's I don't, nice. Hey, romance you. Just being next to Clooney. Is you romantic. could be next to Clooney <laughs> in a pachinko parlor while he's playing pachinko, sure. ball after ball after ball, in a room full of uh, Japanese businessmen smoking <laughs> cigarettes, and that, and you would feel like you were being romanced by That's George true. Clooney. That's true. He's got that way. That's just George yeah. Clooney, right? Yeah. Well, this is why the Stacy lady is the envy of every lady. Sure, because uh, she's 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 lasted she's, she's lasted yeah. longer than she most. had her own career before that, which I think is important. Making cookies oh, well, actually, in a so hollow did this tree. this other lady. She was a, his girlfriend before she this. She invented was like, <laughs> <laughs> She put fudge on things. This girlfriend before <laughs> She's him. She's the first one to put fudge on cookies. She was. She yeah. was like, these are boring. But the girl before him, before her, was a like an Italian news lady. Whatever. Who okay. Cares? Anyway, Stacey Keebler. I, I like. I like that in in other countries, like like. The lady news reporter is the hottest one in the country. Oh, and she is. Yeah. Well, she might not be the hottest one in that country, but she's hotter than anything than anyone who's ever lived in America. Sure. Los Angeles Mayor Antonio Villaraigosa. Uh, I was going to say took up with a lady news reporter, didn't he? From Telemundo. Yeah. Oh, oh, Telemundo might be a little more attractive than our cheesy. This was like an Angelina Jolie type of just a yeah. stunning, like not made from human cloth. Sure. So then, Stacey Keebler opened. The, I go. Yeah, oh. like news reporters in America are like. Your mom's weird friend. Yeah, they're like, "Hi, tonight there was a crash on the 94. And they're just like, <laughs> sure. Not that all women talk like that, but this woman right. is yeah, yeah, describing. Yeah, yeah. they're reading the news in cutoff football jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> and in recent news, potato salad has uh, some weird thing on oh it. Oh my god! Is it what mayonnaise? is this pickle Go made out of? Cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to him, "What's this water made out of? Oxygen and nitrogen? Isn't it crazy?" <laughs> That now water says zero calories on it. Have you noticed that on it's water weird. bottles? It's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, so she... I think it's to remind people how many calories soda has. It's to like say, hey. Oh, it's an anti-soda thing. Okay. This is As long what as it's not a dumbing down thing. I'm, right. I'll go with that. Yeah. So she, I opened the purse. I said, Stacey Kubrick. I goes, oh, give it to me. And I handed it back to him. Now, what you guys don't know is that I live in the neighborhood of George Clooney. Not because I'm fancy, but because... He's a man of the people. Well, just because in New York and L.A., you could have an apartment complex next to a mansion. It's just how it is. I'm not total. I'm a few miles... That's how it works in the kind of sophisticated big cities that Jen Kirkman Mm -hmm. traverses Mm -hmm. via car You, the little people listening, probably have to pause, think about it. You're like, who is the rich... You're thinking, who's the richest person in Des Moines? You're thinking right now, would they live next to me? No, I live on the wrong side of the tracks. Exactly. I could barely afford an iPod Touch. Now, well, let me much less an iPhone. <laughs> let me justify. I'm only pretending I live near George Clooney so that if people can easily Google him, they right. think that's where I am and throw him off the scent of where I, right. where sure. I live. But sure. he's within a few miles, so we should explain. You live down by the docks. I live down by the docks <laughs> in a shipping in, container. Uh, <laughs> 
But I was just wondering. This famous got, Van Nuys Seaport. <laughs> they're they're redoing the wharf. It's going to be beautiful. Sure, yeah, yeah, by Ferris next wheel summer, by next summer. This just made my mind wander because I know an Uber is appropriate for myself. Sure. But I'm not dating George Clooney, no. a very private man, a very wealthy man. Mm-hmm. Why is she in an Uber? Was George with her? Why doesn't he have a private driver? Now, if he was with her, then it's like, that's cool. He doesn't have a private driver. He's like one of the people. Sure. If he does have a private driver, why can't she use that? You know Why does he treat her like this? If I'm George Clooney, you know who I'd hire to be my driver? Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Dispense some wisdom while he's driving you around. Because you know, you know, uh, I, this is even bigger bombshell, and I'm not allowed to talk about it on Chelsea lately because the only place that's reported it is the National Enquirer, and we can't use that as our only news source. He's dating his step granddaughter. It's, Morgan Freeman. Yes, it's uh, like Woody Allen, but with granddaughter. He's whew. literally dating her. They've been together for a long time. That's very weird. I feel like any time you get a little nugget about Morgan Freeman's private life, it's always like, well, it's that's too, weird. It's too Best much. not to look it's into this. Much. Yeah. 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 Why don't you show me another picture of him on Sesame, the Learning Company in the seventies? Sure. Is yeah. that what it was called? What was he on? He was on one of those shows. Please don't say I, you don't know the name of Sesame Street. No, not oh, Sesame oh, oh, Street. It wasn't oh. Sesame Street. It oh, was The Electric Company. The Electric Company, company. Okay. yeah. It's Sesame like the Learning the two, Company. The two twin disappointments That's of like Morgan John Freeman Stavons. are uh, uh, hearing anything about his personal life, which is weird, Sorry. or seeing a picture of him with his earring in. I was about to I don't say wanna, his commitment to his earring. I don't oh. want to see – I don't want to hear about his personal life or see him with that What's earring. What's his earring? He's, he's just, just got a weird. He just still has an earring, like he's male earring. Weird to see a seventy-five-year-old man. A gold stud or a tiny hoop? It's I a, think it's a little diamond. It's a little diamond. Oh, a little diamond is sweet. That is kind of sweet. It just shows, like, you know what? I've got it together. Yeah. I have enough money to throw into this. I'd like to see him with sharpened teeth. <laughs> sure, like a Mayan. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? But anyway, I'm just worried about Stacy. Yeah. Does it mean it's on the? Which maybe she wasn't even with him. I'm assuming because whatever. Do you think maybe a pickpocket had stolen her clutch and then tried to make a no. getaway in the cab and ditched oh, it? Man, they're so stupid. You can't fit a clutch in a pocket. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm pretty want, stupid, guys. What if she was wearing a hoodie? Is that big <laughs> oh, yeah, kangaroo sure. pocket? Oh yeah, on the sure. Front? That's what I meant. Oh okay, yeah. I you mean, s- unless he's out of town right now and she's just going out with some girlfriends like I was and yeah. hey Uber. I mean, might it be like a. Prince and the Pauper thing, where she get you know gets in disguise, just wants to go out to the you know the Cabo Cantina, but no one would know who she was. Unless, but the driver, the way he snatched that right back, it made me think George had been in the car and oh. he was going to drive right back to his house after sure. he dropped me off. I don't know. I mean, it's do a mystery. Think, I'm putting it out there. Do you think you caught a ride with George Clooney's driver and he moonlights when he knows Clooney's going to be busy? Maybe. Like when Clooney's got to slop the pigs, or <laughs> sure. No, you. But that one you did mean. Wash yeah. the unwashed in that case. cocktail waitress as he dates. Yeah, case. no, it, I meant feed his feed his pet pigs. Yeah, I don't think he even has pet pigs anymore, but I sure wish he did. I think uh, my friend says something very funny the other day. She goes, uh, "My friend Fortune Feemster, who I also work with, who's a very funny lady." She goes, "I hate when rich people pretend to be farmers." <laughs> it's like the funniest thing. It's such a true thing. Like, eventually you get to this point where you have your penthouse in the city, but then you have a farm somewhere. And you're like, there's horses and goats. Like, but you're not doing anything I, with them. I guess I'm reminded of uh, Val Kilmer's Buffaloes. Wait, what? Val Kilmer has Buffaloes? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a famous Chuck Klosterman article about him going to visit Val Kilmer in, like, oh, Montana yeah, or I Arizona or somewhere. And I guess Val Kilmer has this herd of buffaloes, which uh, looks sick. And what is he? <laughs> do they roam on a range? I think they just hang out in a pen. Does he think he's the character he was in The Doors? In that sense, like, I'm this kind of dirty, hippie... Yeah, I think that's kind of part of it. It's, it's part of that whole. It's part definitely. of that whole celebrity farmer thing. 
Well, Luke Perry had a pet pig, and he used to take it to a bar in Los Angeles. I don't know the name. It had an Irish name. They just redid it. It's in uh, near Wilshire. And- Tom Bergens? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he used to sit at the bar. I thought, the aren't they closing down Tom Bergens for good? Yeah. No, they redid it. Oh. Okay. They reopened it. Oh, okay. A friend of mine told me. I don't know. But okay. he would sit at the bar with his pig or his pig would be uh, tied up outside. So he had committed to his pig. You know what? That's the kind of stuff that celebrities should be doing. If you if you have yeah. the privilege of being a young, young celebrity in Hollywood, you either bring a pig to a bar, mm-hmm. you, do, you pull a Kelsey Grammer and you walk a puma on a chain on the beach. What? Did he do that? What? I you could say pull a Kelsey Grammer and run over someone with your car. Wait, he walked a puma on the beach? I believe so. Yeah. That may be apocryphal. He is out of his mind. But I I want it to be true. I heard he helicoptered into the set of Frasier every day from Malibu. I believe that's true. <laughs> there's Wait. he's if there's an old uh, Vandals album, I think it's Peace Through Vandalism. Might be um When in Rome do as the Vandals do. I don't know. One of right? those two. Early Vandals album original lineup where Kelsey Grammer weirdly gives an introduction to one of the songs. What? And I think the legend is that he bought cocaine from the Vandals manager. So he blackmailed him into doing the intro to one of their songs. Oh, that's interesting that he would want. Oh, the yeah. manager blackmailed mm-hmm. him into it. Got it. Anyway. So did that's you see, awesome. did you see anything cool in this Stacy lady's purse? Like, no, he snatched it right out of my hand, but she only had large tampons. No. Or... What? <laughs> Clooney, Clooney only cool. likes women with the hugest <laughs> of vaginas. <laughs> no, but she only had four. It was a license and four dollars. There was no cell phone. There was no lipstick. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Maybe she was with George and she's like, put your phone, put my phone in your pocket, hold my lipstick. And she just drunk. But it was still sure. light out when I got in this car. I mean, huh. I don't know if her night was over. Yeah. Listen, and I'm, I don't Maybe know if she, she has that voice. Maybe she was visiting him on the set. What set? Ocean's 14. Sports Center? <laughs> I don't know. It's a mystery. and, and it, it can't gets, be Sports Center. It gets That's people, in Connecticut. It gets people thinking. Solaris 2. <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's Clooney filming? It just gets people thinking. Outer of sight. And I know everyone's going to say he's gay and their hairdresser told them they know someone who knows. I know 50 people who've said they know someone who knows someone who knows someone. Yeah. I've had guys I th- here's even what say I, that here's, Clooney hit on them. Here's what I, think I think. what they're saying is that they would they be gay would, with Clooney. Yeah. Here's, yeah, that I got a boner thinking about George Clooney, so he's probably giving off some gay vapor. Right, and I think guys think he, they're being hit on, but it's just that he's it's so just overwhelming. That he's George fucking Clooney. Yeah. He's got sex coming out of his nostrils. Right. Jen, I know what that feeling is like. Tyrese <laughs> said hi to me on the street the other day. So oh, I know what it's kidding. like to have gay vapor shot at you say? from one of the world's most beautiful men. What did you say? I said, hey, thanks. You said, oh, he hey, also told thanks? me I was looking good. Oh, because I was like, I've if told someone the story, just says hi, and you're like, yeah. thanks. Yeah. It's he said, hey, well. my man, looking good. That's a great feeling. <sighs> Boy, it was great. Like I'm wondering if that's the same for men. Because when I would walk down the street, when I used to live in West Hollywood, mm, yeah. the gay men would walk by, great hat, honey. Oh, you're looking good. It was just so happy. It was so happy. But if yeah. a straight guy said that, I'd be like, oh, that ain't fucking creep. You know? <laughs> sure. But, Don't look at my hat. <laughs> <laughs> What if a what? But if, I'm wondering if it's a guy, if a gay guy. You're says like, that. hey, my hat's up here. Yeah. <laughs> what if a gay guy said it who reads as potentially as being straight? I can always tell. There's a vibe you get that's like, it's just an instinctual woman thing where you're like, you can feel it. Whether they want to bone you or not. Yeah, you can feel it. It's a wonderful feeling when they don't. Here's but not that every straight guy does. But if sure. a straight guy bothered to compliment you. He would not do it like that. Because if you didn't say anything right away, he would immediately he get would angry. Take his dick out. First. It- <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, that's what you that's look a nice really thing to beautiful do. today. Just want to let you know what it looks like <laughs> in case you have requir- <laughs> yeah. certain requirements. Right. You know, it's it's not great. But I, it's a, I, that's a leftover pleasantry from the Victorian times. <laughs> I, I tucked it up a little bit. <laughs> if you'd prefer that I, I had brushed my out, pubes, I had brushed out. I do well. have a theory about Clooney, though. If he has slept with men, I have a thought too. Go, oh. you go first. Well, it's almost the rich farmer thing. I can get anyone I want. My life, every wildest dream is fulfilled. Right. I'm just so bored. Someone stick something new in me or like let me Mick put Jack. something somewhere. Yes, exactly. Sure. Howard like, Hughes. Why another, not just yeah. put this there and see how I that I think goes. so, too. I think, too. Is that your theory, too? That, that's ex- basically exactly oh, it. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, that's fine. Um, uh, uh, great minds, right? Exactly. Great minds think George Clooney <laughs> takes it up the butt out of boredom is the old <laughs> saying. Um, or gives or just or sure. watches or yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever they I do. Think, I think when you become one of those you know, one of the 30 most famous people in the world, uh-huh. You, we can't, that's a different sexuality. Like there's, right. there's gay, there's straight, there's like, there's all, there's the continuum of human sexuality. They're not normal Kinsey's like us. And then there's continuum. Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. And I think they just do whatever. He's not old enough yet to start doing gay guys. I think guys. if, yeah. here's my theory, is if you are a George Clooney, you know, we're all on the Kinsey scale, whether you're one or 10. Sure. Uh-huh. And, like, I think of myself as a very straight guy. I don't find myself looking at dudes and thinking sexual thoughts about them. Right. But if I was George Clooney, I might be talking at a party to a guy who was interested in me and looked like a young Leonardo DiCaprio on a regular basis. Right. And so if that happened once, I think the odds that I would gay out with him Uh are low. But if it happened 10 times, sure. which I'm sure it does to George Clooney, one out of 10, if a spectacularly beautiful man is talking to me and he, and he wants to put in my butt or whatever, mm-hmm. it, just, it would just happen. That's just, the, like, this keeps that's just how the numbers it's break It's almost down. easier to do it than to keep pushing yeah, it away. Sure. It's a numbers game. The truth yeah. is, even if you're one out of 10, uh-huh. you know, 10, 10 Leonardo DiCaprio's chat you up. Yeah. The 10th one. Maybe right. the seventh sure. one? Just saying. I think, yeah. I think yeah, if, I'll, I'll suck like that dick. Card. See how it goes. I think, yeah. I think if, like, if this Tyrese thing had happened, like, on my way to the post office and I saw him there right. every time I uh, went and yeah. he just got a little more persistent each time, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it went from looking good to uh, come by my house later. Wow. What are you doing for dinner? Joke. Can like, I text you? Can I text you? Sure. Like, um, they gave me the PlayStation 4 first because I'm famous. Do you want to come over and play it? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I would just do that regularly. Yeah. But, but you don't want to lead them on. You no, be I careful. don't think it's gay to play PlayStation with Tyree. <laughs> no, I bet it's pretty cool. <laughs> you have to be careful. As you, as you get more successful and older, yeah. as you reach Clooney. Sure. And that, I think we could all agree that's where I'm headed. That's, that's the course. trajectory Unless I'm you're going backwards, right now, absolutely I'm, where you're headed. Right now I'm in my Roseanne phase. <laughs> yeah. I think. Where I'm a charming bit player on a sitcom. Were I a single man like you, mm-hmm. and Tyrese invited me over to his house to play PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. And I because he that it, gets it first because he's famous. And I thought that it might lead to unsolicited sexual activities. Mm-hmm. Um, I, might, I might do it. Do the sex because activity of the combination, still do the... The sex the, activity. The, oh. the combination of... You are, you're getting to play this great video game mm-hmm. system before anyone else does. You get to check out the launch title. It's almost like sure. you owe him. And, yeah. And also, yeah. and also, you know, 
Don't throw me in the briar patch. Right. Most beautiful man in the world, yeah. Tyrese. Yeah, you're going to be forgotten if you just leave. Yeah, If sure. you just play the game and I'm leave. I'm just going to be replaced by uh, by another beautiful man. Exactly. By someone else looking good on the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that we acted like he did ask him to play when all he said was looking good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tyrese <laughs> wanted to bone down with Jordan. Oh, I bet he did. Mm-hmm. If you had stopped and been like, oh, yeah, there's more where that came from or some, you know. Just something yeah. Dropped my keys, bent over. <laughs> something sensual. Yeah. Or just like, hey, you know what? I've got an hour. Do you want to go Yeah, have what are you a- up to, man? I just found out about this great new... Skinny Hotel. Girl Margarita. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had this great, this great new backseat of my car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, Jordan. Yeah, I gotta say, if you don't sleep with Tyrese, I'm gonna be disappointed. Now. I know, hey, I am me, too. You and you and me both, man. I'm gonna be bummed out about myself. Oh yeah, if it doesn't happen in the next year, I'm gonna put a gun in my mouth. I hope it just gets to that point where. <laughs> Where there is no gay or straight, so that there would be more interesting, crazy stories. There's yeah. just Tyrese. Yeah, like, how do you just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's just Tyrese. Of this yeah. great nation. Just, <laughs> just on a pound tour <laughs> of the great cities of Europe. Because if you were just like, oh my God, you know, I hooked up with this pretty woman who said something to me on the street, I'd be like, okay. But it's way more interesting when it's like, oh, I guess, but then if everyone was gay and not gay or straight, it would be normal, so then it wouldn't be interesting. So forget it. I take it back. Okay. It's only fun if it's just Tyrese. Yeah, it's only fun if it's just Tyrese. It's like or a Clooney. Speci- yeah. Or Clooney. Yeah, well, or just Tyrese and Clooney doing it together with each other. I think How about if that? Tyrese and George Clooney touch their peenies together. I love when people think that's... There, that's yeah, that's, yeah there, that's called gay sex. There would, be, there would be a lightning bolt that shot into the sky mm-hmm. from the point where their peenies touch. Oh, yeah. Sure. It would be like that scene in the Avengers where they touch Loki's staff yeah. to the... Uh, that's where I drop out of the ...to the cosmic movies. cube. I'll see Iron Man. I'll see a Spider-Man. You don't, don't want to see him team up. all the people together too much. Wait, too Seems much. silly. Oh, I sure, thought you know, just, it is a little bit silly. I thought you just meant you're out when they start touching their penis. <laughs> no, no, I love when that. When Spider-Man touches the whole penis. I'm out when it's not so realistic and everyone's a superhero. Right. Okay. Too much. Too, too many much. superheroes. Too many. You want to be in a world where one person is a One superhero. person. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a couple of, oh my God, where they come from, sure. Sure. You're, so you're okay... How did you feel when they had already had some superheroes on the television show Heroes, but then they added Veronica Mars? Oh, I didn't watch that show. I'm not too into fantasy stuff, but I appreciate it. You're pretty into fantasy stuff. Remember, you were just telling me about Ursula Le Guin, your favorite (laughs) Ursula Le Guin novels. That's your favorite novelist. Oh, I was telling you, but I told you that in confidence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Come on, Jesse. I apologize. There's a a code to off-mic chatting. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, so, uh, shall we talk about uh, some sponsors for this week's program? I would love to. Let's start with our friends at Sound Opinions hey. who are having what sounds like a very cool meetup here in uh, the great city of Los Angeles. You can, uh, it's a, uh, excuse me, July 12th at the Echoplex, and you can submit your picks for the Desert Island Jukebox. The theme is Best L.A. Songs. We'll play the best, according to Jim Diragatis and Greg Cott, at the show. That's an easy pick. Don't pick L.A. Woman. It's uh, Night and Day in L.A. by Nocturnal. There you go. It's a great pick that's not L.A. Woman. 
Yeah, exactly. Hey, and it's hosted by Cameron Esposito, one of the top 12 L.A. comedy acts to watch this year. That's how you. How, that's how MaximumFun.org fans will know her. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> not as a guest on this show or host of her own <laughs> podcast. Yeah, not, not, not as host of Wham Bam Pow, our sister podcast. Um, it's, uh, it's the uh, Goose Island Migration Week meetup, Friday, July 12th, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Echoplex. There are big giveaways from Bose Sound Opinions and Goose Island. You can go to soundopinions.org slash events to RSVP. If you RSVP, you get complimentary Goose Island beer. Sounds like a good deal. It's one of the top beer islands. There's no doubt about that. I'd do it. July 12th at the Echoplex here in Los Angeles. We also have something up on the Jumbotron, a message for Bonnie from Pat Wishing Bonnie a happy birthday. Bonnie, working hard abroad in Australia. Pat, me, and Murphy, our dog, miss her very much. You know what she's probably doing right now? Hmm. Well, I can't say for sure what she's doing, but I could tell you what I'd be doing. What? Fucking Crocodile Dundee. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That guy's hot. Oh, that guy's hot. I wish he had written, working hard abroad in Australia, like some broads in Australia uh, working hard. Um, that, would nice. been, that would have been kind that's of a, a cooler pun. way to say it. Yeah. Oh, did, did I say Crocodile Dundee? Yeah. I meant Paul Yahoo. Hogan? Sure. I meant Yahoo Siri. No! <laughs> Why didn't Paul Hogan ever make it to Clooney status? That was always my love. Anyway, go on. Oh, no, Do Paul Hogan hey. is a... You won't find any. You won't. You won't find any disagreement with me about the magnetic, the magnetic oh. appeal of Paul Hogan, aka Crocodile Dundee. I was into him when he was just doing Subaru commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's great to not see a Crocodile not, Dundee. Not to mention his film work. Yeah, oh. absolutely. Uh, and hey, we also wanted to mention one other thing, sure. which is some listeners on the forum are getting together a meetup in Philadelphia. That sounds like fun. The City of Light. Mm-hmm. As it's famously known, mm-hmm. the Windy City, Philadelphia, P-E-A, P-E-N-I-S. It is Philadelphia Penis. Saturday, July 20th, 4 p.m. at the Cafe Fulia, F-U-L-Y-A on 2nd Street. Uh, you can B-Y-O-B if mm-hmm. you like. Um, if you Bring your get own bitch. Late, <laughs> yeah, late bitches will not be provided. <laughs> if you want to get late afternoon plastered at the Max Fun Meetup, um, they got coffee, they got pastries, they got food, and if you want, maybe everybody's going to walk over to the Franklin Fountain for some old timey ice cream. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like a good do time. It. That information also on our forum at forum.maximumfun.org. If you want to get up on the jumbotron, go to maximumfun.org/jumbotron. If you want to sponsor this program or any of our maximumfun.org shows, email Teresa at maximumfun.org. T H E R E S A. We'll be happy to take your money, plug your product, and provide a. Consumption-friendly environment full of words and things we say about it. And positive vibes. Yeah. When a we'll, certain we'll amount of prime, positive We'll prime vibes. people to consume. We should give an example. Uh, of you a positive wanna, vibe? No, just of the kind of, the kind of way that we could talk. What's, what's a product we should talk about, Jen? Um, well, we've talked about Skinny Girl. Why don't we sure. talk about... Um, uh, OPI nail polish. You just okay. complimented me on my gold nails. Sure. You know, yeah. I'm not in charge of them and they probably have a lot of money, but. Are your, are your nail, do your nails look poor? Want them to look like a rich person's nails? Yeah, want to look like, want to look more like Grace Jones, but you don't have the bone structure? Want to make it look like your fingers have little masks on them. Solid gold fingernail polish by OPI. That's Ocean Pacific. <laughs> the, 
the shorts people. <laughs> I love that I'm holding my hands up like I'm on camera. Sure. I got into it like we're doing a QVC. The O is for, oh gosh, your nails look great. Thanks. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff you can get if you email Teresa at Stop the top of my head. Org. We'll be back Give in me just a, a second. regular Ted over here. On Jordan It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jen Kirkman, guest again. Shall we, friends, go to the telephone calls? I'd love to. Thank (laughs) you. When something momentous happens to you, we ask that you call us at 206-984-4FUN. It helps us a lot with our segment, Momentous Occasions. (laughs) (laughs) Let us listen to the first call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. This is John driving through rural... Vermont on this lovely 4th of July, uh, calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, just happened to pass by a local eating establishment, the name of which prominently displayed was Phineas T. Flubberbusters. <laughs> Phineas T. Flubberbusters. That's what's up. Uh, I wish I wasn't running late or I would have stopped. Anyways, love the show. Bye. How could you not fucking stop? Yeah, right? This guy's got to get out of Vermont, though. Yeah. Do you think what what do you think I mean I'm guessing like ice cream parlor that's a that's a maybe just kind of a Benigenzi like place I hope it's the fanciest restaurant in Vermont uh, <laughs> I hope it's like you have to you month long Yeah just like wait I like list. The, I like the idea Girl don't go out with him unless he's going to take you to Phineas Flubberbusters I, I like the idea that that Ben and Jerry got fucking ass loads mega rich yeah. mm-hmm. when they when they sold out Ben and Jerry's and they brought in what's my man Thomas Keller. They brought in Thomas Keller to start a restaurant in Vermont because mm-hmm. they were disappointed by the fine dining options in Vermont. They start this restaurant, and uh, they say, "Oh, Tommy, one other thing, we decided to call it Phineas T. Flubberbuster." <laughs> <laughs> the T is there yeah. for your name. That's for Thomas <laughs> Keller. That's for legendary American chef Thomas Keller. <laughs> They're like, you will be wearing a top hat and a coat with tails at all times. But we're doing the whole farm-to-table thing. Sure. It's going to be really good. Do you think if it's not fancy, they have a ball pit that you either jump in, or I guess what else would you do with one? Is it that? Oh, what yeah. For, what if... Oh, farm-to-table balls. What if it's a, they oh, have a ball great. pit, farm to table and but it's full pit. of super balls? <gasps> that be would fun. be more fun. That hints the flubber busters because it's like flubber, but mm. you're going to be hurt badly. Or beach balls. <laughs> that's where you don't get hurt. That's somewhere else. Oh. I think that's... think of all kinds of things you could do with a ball pit. I feel like we've been short-sighted. What if it's grapefruits? <laughs> that's painful. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound painful, especially if you have a paper a little bit, A little bitter, too. I wonder where that guy was going that he couldn't just stop for a second and get a Diet Coke and just see if they had that. Maybe they weren't open. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what she's, he's going to want to address about this restaurant, by the way. Do they have diet drinks or just regular? <laughs> How about Coke 30? Coke Zero? They got that? Is there a Coke 30? I don't know. There should be. Just there's just 30 a, there's a different numbered Coke for you know, how much NutraSweet Cokes, tastes right? that you want in your mouth. You got a Splenda oh, yeah. Coke. You got a NutraSweet sure, Coke. Sure, You got a Stevia Coke. Yep. There should be. Well, there is at Whole Foods. Coke for guys with a Z. 
<laughs> it's called Coke Dick. Coke Dick. Coke Dick. Coke Dick. Coke for that time of the month. Just Comes PMS Coke. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Comes in a can shaped Coke like cramps. Peyton Manning's erect member. Mm-hmm. Do you Dudes know? only. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Chug, 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 I'm drinking chug, chug. out of a cock right now. Yeah. You know what that means. In the commercial, the guy cuts down a tree and then he rides on a whale and it's so funny and random. Yeah, oh, chicks are into it. Yeah. The colors are super saturated. They're very saturated. God, I'm so tired of ironic commercials with hypersaturated <laughs> oh, <God>. colors. <laughs> we, we get it. You saw the kids in the hall when you were a teenager. <laughs> That's what's happening. You're right. All the ad people now are basing oh, things sure, on the sketch yeah, shows yeah. they watch growing up. Oh, my God. Okay, let's take another call before I get upset about commercials. Uh, hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Guest. This is Damon uh, calling with momentous occasion. Uh, I'm a 41-year-old blind man, and I've uh, never been much of an athlete, and I've had a number of health problems over the last uh, many years that have kept me from participating in a lot of activities. But things have been uh, stable on the health front, and so I decided to get myself in shape this year, and I joined a blind baseball team. We actually uh, just finished our first tournament, got in my first game action, and most importantly of all, we won all four of our games and won the tournament. So uh, immortal power it is plugged in. Thanks. That to, is beautiful. To be fair, the other team was also blind dudes. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, <laughs> to be Listen. fair, I'm just saying to be fair. Their senses were better used than the other team. Do you know how that shit works? That, I would the be... ball goes beep, 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 and you have to hit wow. it based oh, on wait. that shit. Oh, right. I was, was, oh my God. That's even hard. Well, obviously, it's, it's like if a bat tried to play baseball. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I would be terrified if you had to play closed eyes baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so afraid of balls hitting me, even though I can see. And I don't mean men's balls. I mean, that would right. be terrifying too. But. Sure. I don't just think they're going to come flying at me. At a baseball game. You know yeah. where they're at. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're keep usually tabs safe. On them. They're sure. usually safe. But that's what you hear. You, you brace yourself once you hear, nice hat. <laughs> then you just look out I for it. I wonder if when you're blind, you worry about the things that we have the luxury of worrying about. Like maybe he doesn't even worry about, oh my God, if I accidentally got hit. That's probably not what was keeping him. It was probably more like. You know Running what? Running and being in shape. It's probably not that bad being blind. I bet he can get waraches. Sure. Just doesn't mean his feet are small. He just because he's blind. I bet a big conflict, or he buys the wrong size on the blind baseball team is everybody thinks they're the daredevil of the team. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, <laughs> do you allow legally blind? Is he legally blind? You know, because you can yeah, see a sure. little bit, or is he blind? Wonder, uh, blind. And what about people who are doing that thing you do where when you're a little kid, where you close your eyes almost all the way, so it looks like they're all the way closed, yeah. but they're not oh, actually. But someone's while just someone's cheating? bringing out the birthday cake, you know, and you're like, "Are my eyes closed?" And your dad's like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Ha! Uh, they weren't closed all the way." Right I saw now. you cheating on mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which he did. When he I wonder if the sounds <laughs> close your eyes while I do <laughs> something. <laughs> Now, while I do this to another woman, your other senses might be heightened. Oh, so you can smell me cheating on your mom. That's the dare. That's the daredevil of sad children. <laughs> that's how Daredevil got his powers. I like that we took this man's monumentous amazing. occasion and turned like amazing accomplishment and turned it into. What if you made your son close his eyes? I want to mention. I want to mention. Speaking of that. I got a very nice email 
from the gentleman who was almost kidnapped. Mm. We had a guy call in uh-huh. a momentous occasion that he had almost been kidnapped. Holy shit. And somebody had attempted to kidnap uh-huh. him and he had managed to run away. Amazing. Um, and we were just like, holy shit. That's a fucking unreal. Yeah. A, you should not be calling us about this. B, yeah. who is out there trying to kidnap grown men? Weird. Like, what is that about? Tyrese. Tyrese. <laughs> sure. He doesn't have to kidnap people. Yeah. He's just like, hey, baby, let's go. And everyone within listening distance turns around and, he's and like, hopes, not that, and baby. hopes that, that they're the baby. baby he's referring to. <laughs> Anyway, I got a very nice email from this gentleman mm-hmm. who, who uh, and he said he really appreciated uh, hearing his voice on the show. Oh, which is what, which is I'm glad because that's what we were hoping because we certainly made light of the most tra- traumatic sure. experience oh, sure. he's probably had. Well, in his he life. knows he's not calling into you know. I'm trying to think of a serious show, but I can't because all yeah. the news is infotainment nowadays. Yeah. Am I right? Bell. He thinks he's calling. He's calling, calling, into he's calling show, Dolly like Parton Bell. from nine to five. <laughs> Wait. What's that one where she's the radio call-in show? No, not is 95. That 95? Um, Straight Talk. Oh, fuck. I don't remember the name. Nah, I don't I, Working Girls? No, that's something different. Steel Magnolias. <laughs> it's uh, WKRP. She there you go. She WK. wasn't, she was not calling. Yeah. <laughs> the Porter Wagner Show? <laughs> okay. Well, the one... Uh, oh, Christ, I had one one last thing I wanted to say about this kidnapping. He was guy. not. He was. He was glad to hear his voice. That would be great if he, when he called back, he's like, "I was so glad to hear my voice in the podcast. I did end up getting kidnapped, but I wanted to thank you so much." And he called. <laughs> I'm still kidnapped. He called from the van. Should be calling the police. <laughs> my God, I just love the show so much. Just like. So. <laughs> I just. It's just. Oh, they're coming from my phone. Okay, <laughs> I gotta go. It's just nice to know that we've encouraged our listeners to misplace their priorities that badly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, go, guys. It's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, it's it's a special bond that it shows a lot of trust. Yeah, Mis- a lot of misplaced trust. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we'll we'll turn on you. Yeah, if we see an opportunity yeah. for humor. Of course, we just we Our... just mocked a blind man who plays baseball. Yeah, yeah. This isn't blind baseball corner. This is a, a comedy show. Can I say? I, I'm only joking. So. I think. <laughs> I think. I think blind people sports is one of the coolest things ever. It's amazing. It's like totally amazing. It's so fucking cool. I. Why I'm, wouldn't you watch that instead of a baseball game with sighted people? Like, if that was a why isn't that on TV? I would professional watch blind baseball. I would love. It's so much harder. Why would it? I would go watch it in two seconds. Yeah. Great. It's tremendous. I wish there were more blind guys on the San Francisco Giants. Sure. Right now. Right now. I mean, you could you do you want to blind some of the people who are already on the team? It's so hard for me to accept no. that that's a baseball team name. It sounds too football-y. I would like yeah. the I would like It's also a football team. I know. That's probably why. I would like uh, Stevie Wonder to play for the San Francisco mm. Giants. I don't believe he's blind. I have a theory. Okay. That he's so rich and famous oh. that he just got bored of seeing <laughs> and just put sunglasses. And he says gay blind yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty yeah. good theory. <laughs> what about David Patterson, the former governor of New York? I think he uh, he just became oh, so right. powerful. He just got so drunk with power that he told people to regard him as a blind. Yeah, man. yeah, and mm-hmm. then he was secretly fucking guys at the podium. Gotcha. Well, we settled all of that. <laughs> sure. Great, great news, blind guy who does the amazing thing of playing baseball. You just heard your voice on our podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jen Kirkman, guest. We just broke the hundred minute barrier. I hope people are enjoying this program. Yeah. Because if Bone. they're not, they are really not at this point. <laughs> sure. Hopefully someone isn't, hasn't kidnapped you and forced you to listen to this. Like, that's not what they're listening to in the car. Can we decide on a Tweet of the Week, guys? Yes, let's do. First of all, there is an easy choice for Tweet of the Week. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's appropriate because I don't think that a major celebrity should be allowed to win Tweet of the Week. Mm. That's true. Our friend Elizabeth Gilbert... The author of Eat, Pray, Love. I love that she's your friend. I love her. And the upcoming... Yeah, because she's fucking great. She's I the wish best. You, will you tell her I want to be your friend? Anyway, go on. G- she's listening right she's, now. She, I listens, had, to I had she use, listens every week. I had to Jane use... Jane Kirkman when, wants to be friends with you, When Liz. I wrote my book, not to plug it, I can yeah. barely take care of myself, I was just going we'll through a divorce, and uh, my husband was very angry at me for divorcing him, and there was some issues legally, and I think I'm in the clear now, and I couldn't, at one point, was maybe going to not even have to be allowed to mention that I was even once married. Like, like, and there's this, like, Elizabeth Gilbert, like, law in place that's like, these are the rules. You can absolutely speak your own story if it's under 10 years of marriage and say, I was married, and you, you know, if you want to make a personal agreement. Anyway, but because of what she went through, it helped me set some laws and didn't have to pay out the ass for a lawyer as much as I only had to half pay out one half of an ass. So I, I'm in forever in her debt. And I just love all her stuff and her. Anyway, thank you. Well, last week we talked a little bit about Elizabeth Gilbert, uh, uh, one of our most beloved and most uh, full chort listeners, um, which is a sort of it's a I mean, if you're if you're not already familiar with full chort. Um, Jen, it's probably because you're not young and hip enough. Probably not. Um, Pushing 39 in a month. But uh, it's it's a watchword <laughs> for a new generation. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, we were talking about how how full Liz's chort is and mm-hmm. so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And she tweeted, and we were also talking about basketball legend Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, yeah. Um, and she tweeted, Dikembe Mutombo and I both pooped our chorts when we heard our names on Jordan Jessica. Oh, Cow. that's a great tweet. And then I stuffed him. <laughs> <laughs> Great. She totally stuffed the camera number. So that's the uh, look. That's the obvious choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Liz Gilbert. You're the best. Yeah, but if, you're a you're a, a an author millionaire. You could probably buy your own T-shirt. You can get. You could pay so drop in, in the bucket. You drop in the bucket. You probably have a vault full of T-shirts mm-hmm. that you swim in Scrooge McDuck style. You don't know what she does. Probably that, though. But probably that. But probably I mean, that. you got to figure that. No, I mean, I'm that. assuming, but yeah. yeah. I could email her and ask. <laughs> but I think Bragging. that's probably... Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what she does. She's the only person I know who's a best-selling author. We've never met in real I'm life. A, I'm a best-selling author. Are I made the New York Times best-seller list. Did you? Yeah, two weeks in a row, you fucking fucks. Okay. And I... I, do you wanna, I, mean, I didn't get number just, one. Do you want to swim in t-shirts? It no. just occurred to me that past Jordan Jesse Go guest Mary Roach is a best-selling author. Okay. And so is Susan Orlean. Who there's there's best-selling Jesse author and then there's best-selling author. There's It made no dent one. in my life you're at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. The money it didn't even make right. back my... Well, you already have a lot of money. You no, can maybe no, fill no, a no. kiddie pool with t-shirts. No, it doesn't even affect your profits. I won't see profits for years. But then if it goes to number one, then your life has changed. If it's anything but the first five... It but you don't. It doesn't need, mean you, sold you don't much. need the money. I mean, given the success <laughs> that you've had overall, you're. I mean, you live in George Clooney's neighborhood. I live next to George Clooney. I live gold in his house, and I have gold fingernails. Yeah. So you've mm-hmm. got Grace Jones money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Grace Jones now. And you know, your bone structure is not bad. Thank you. I was actually going to call you about no, on that. I, I want to tell you. <laughs> I was going to say. You we know can't all have Grace Jones bone structure, right? But Grace Jones has the bone structure of a robot from the planet Bone Structure. Do I at least have? Angus T. Jones' bone structure, the boy that's on Two and a Half Men. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Thank you. I would say that you have his values, too. I do. You believe in something. I do. Okay, here's our choices for for Tweet of the Week. By the way, Tweet of the Week winners get a free T-shirt. Liz, if you want a free T-shirt, we will absolutely send you a free T-shirt. Just email jennifer at maximumfun.org. Now, with regard to, here's two choices, and you guys are going to pick between them. Mm -hmm. At Stephen Merrill. Hashtag JJ goes a great way to start the week, and this week's episode stands out as a real full short press. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, fun pun. At O'Dugs, Laura McDougal, guys, has no one suggested that we need short reform yet? Oh, that's yeah, my favorite. I like that. Okay, that's my favorite. Yep. Sorry, Stevie. <laughs> I like the way we both liked it. Our attitude was completely different. Yeah. The first one, we're like, oh, that's good. And then the one we like, we're like, nah. Uh, well, I'm going to have to like that. I think we we both had made up our minds. Yeah. And that sound that we made was the sound of knowing that we were wrong. Yeah. That, okay. And just what, you got what me. comedy people do when they think something's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. good. Yeah. Dane Cook's pretty funny. He's, he's, uh, he's a talent. He works hard. <laughs> Jen, you uh, are not only on Twitter at Jen Kirkman. Uh huh. You're not only regularly uh, appearing on television on the uh, uh, on the Chelsea Handler television program. Yes, Chelsea lately. You also have a smash hit book and a smash hit podcast. Perhaps you could share a bit with that about that with our listeners, so that they'll know uh, whether it's something they'd love to check well, out. Well, everyone can go to my website, jenkirkman.com. Sure. They can see my tour dates. Sure. They can see wow. my podcast. Wow. They can see my book, right? They can. Where are you headed, Boise? I'm going to Montreal Which side this summer. Of the tracks, by the oh, way. Uh, always best side of the tracks <laughs> yeah. right. on the road. Right. Yeah. But you I don't will wanna... be uh, in Montreal this July. I'll be in London in September if there's UK hey. listeners. And I'll be in Indiana in October and Austin in September. I'm pointing as if anyone can see. You know what? We're going to be in London in August. We'll warm it up for oh, you. Oh, thank you. We'll mm-hmm. tell them to, yeah, oh, we'll get fun. them nice and ready. Mm-hmm. Get it, just... The old London warm up. Yeah. Hello. The old London broil. Oh, yeah. Please <laughs> shout out my name. But, uh, but anyway, my podcast is just called I Seem Fun, the Diary of Jen Kirkman podcast. I lay in bed and talk by myself for like anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. And it's a. Uh, Different every week. And I, you know. You couldn't find a better audio know. friend than Miss Jen Kirkman. Really? Right. I agree. Jen Kirkman agree. is a delightful woman. Hilarious. Fascinating. I just wanted to be people feeling like their friend is talking to them. I don't, people, you should get a co-host. I don't want one. Yeah. It's me in bed once yeah. a week. You're, you're, I'm the just, listener is the co-host. I'm doing it because everything I do has to have, a, you know, everything you do is committee. Yeah. You turn this in, well, notes mm-hmm. and this, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I just want to talk freely. And it's different than stand-up because I don't have to have a punchline. You do have to run it run it by the head honcho at Bud Light Lime Marita. <laughs> I do. They are my sponsor. Oh, yeah. and no advertising, no nothing. Just just a gal gabbing. It's just you and Jen. Just me and Jen. And you. <laughs> and you out there. You. And a bed. And a bed. The bed's not that For some talkative. reason, I'm always in the bed and it became a thing. And now I actually can't do it unless I'm laying in bed. Yeah. I was, I, I've said this before, but I worked at Ellen the year she decided to stop dancing. And I think that could be... <laughs> Similar for you, yeah. the year Kirkman decides she wants to do it. Oh my god! From I didn't the from the Shays Lounge. Oh, it was a shit show. Oh my god! It was god. a shit show. If Don McLean had only written a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The day the dancing stopped. Thank God. 
Um, hey, speaking of London, we are going to be in London in addition to yeah. Edinburgh. Go to MaximumFun.org for more information. We're just about to po- – if it's not posted yet, it will be posted up shortly. Yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're in Europe, get to one of these. I'm looking at you, Greenland. Yeah, wh- wh- I'm talking to you, Barcelona, mm-hmm. Madrid. Ibiza. Another Ibiza. With the, with the yeah. Thing. All the sexiest Spaniards. <laughs> oh, man. Mark and- Anthony. I don't know. Where's oh, that yeah. guy from? How about Queens. you, Andorra? Maybe. What the fuck else are you doing? Yeah. Probably some kind of shady banking. Some weird, some weird new state in the Soviet Republic. Luxembourg. Yeah. Get up there. San Marino. Get in there. Yeah. Vatican City. Let's do this. Wales. Absolutely. Get on the train. Sure. <laughs> ride, with, ride down with Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> sure. She's coming over. Yeah, you Hitch bet. a ride. Hitch a ride. <laughs> you know we got CZJ on yeah. board. Thumb a ride with CZJ. <laughs> We're the first podcast with a laser array from that one movie that she was in. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to spend a second thinking about that. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Last time we talked about that, someone posted it on our forum. Mm-hmm. One time, Catherine Zeta-Jones was in a movie where she was a thief, and there was a scene where she had to snake her way through a bunch of lasers to oh. avoid. And um, she's a lovely young woman. She sure is. God bless her. Very Welsh. Very Welsh. A handsome lady. God bless her and her bipolar. Um, Get no, the help you need. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Let's keep it. Hey, let's keep it in the middle. <laughs> you know? Keep it nice and let's cool. Let's cool it down and mm-hmm. warm it up until you're a nice, steady medium. <laughs> Sounds like that laser CZJ. field was kind of a metaphor. It was. Oh, you're absolutely right. That's a really don't go too point. high. Don't go too low. That's a really good point. Anyway, seriously, if you're in the fucking UK and you're not coming to our fucking show, that's ridiculous. Jesus, you Christ. came so far. You went through customs. Don't <laughs> go. Don't go. Come to Wales. We're not in Wales. This is where we are. You come to us. It's a small country. Do you think we're doing this for money? No. No, no, we're doing this for glory. Yeah. And for maximum fun. If no one meets me at the airport, I'm going to be very disappointed. Yeah, please please be at the airport with uh, signs with our names on it. I'm going to have some pretty great witticisms and charming remarks mm-hmm. for the press conference at the airport. <laughs> some, <laughs> some stuff. We'll have to find people to set you up, some, like to say, how do you how do you find America? Yes. Some stuff about my uh, some stuff about my hairstyle. Mm-hmm. That's a couple of good jokes about my hairstyle, which is going to be sweeping the entire United Absolutely. Kingdom. Absolutely. It'll be like when uh, there's this, that John Lennon song, uh, the Beatles song, when him and Yoko, they're trying to travel around Europe. They couldn't because of the press following them. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be like that. That's what it's going to be like. The ballad of John and Yoko. Seriously, can I just say one thing absolutely Please. sincerely? Please buy a ticket for our fucking show. Come to our show. Don't fuck this up for us. Yeah. We're going to have great guests. Mm-hmm. We're going to have We're going to have amazing stuff in London and in Edinburgh, but we can't do this without you. So please, just buy a fucking ticket to our show. Please. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. It's been said. Yeah, show's over. Sunny D on the boards, our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Jen Kirkman's online at jenkirkman.com and on the on the Twitter twats at, at Jen Kirkman. Thank you very much for sticking with us over the past four hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.